How are you all? Uh, I'm Nick. It's Claire and Booze. How are you all coping today? I tell you what, I am in about ten minutes time. I'm going to be. I am going to be a sweaty mess. It is baking. I'm in. I'm in. The, I'm in the roof of my house. I tried to cool it down. I pulled a fan closer to me, but that made me camera wobble. So they told me I've had to move the yeah. fan closer away from me. So you will yeah. see me slowly change colour throughout this stream. That's 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 what will happen. Um, John, John, is he still wobbling? Is he still wobbling? Yeah, he was. Nick was, Nick was wobbling for a little while, guys. That's why we're like, Nick was wobbling. <laughs> uh, how are you anyway? John, uh, how are you, mate? You had a good weekend? Very busy, mate. Um, lots of football with my boy playing football and also lots of alcohol. Do you know what I mean? So uh, mm -hmm. even today I went to a donkey derby in Faden Boys and I sank about seven or eight ciders. And I'm not really a cider drinker, but they just went down so easy. It was just like... You're looking, uh, you're looking yeah, quite fresh, out, to be honest. Uh, Gary, you? Yeah, I'm not sure about... The I'm not, sure, I'm not sure about this, but you know. oh, people commenting on the on a lack of lack of beard. That was an accident, John, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah so I, I, um, I got in. intentional. I don't want to. Yeah, this is not in any way erotic, so please don't think I'm trying <laughs> to make it erotic. But um, I got in. I got my missus. My missus went away. I got into the shower and I grabbed my electric razor. Um, and without looking at it, I just started shaving my beard, and I thought, "Fuck, that's a lot of that's a lot of hair." This <laughs> she'd taken the blade off, hadn't she? So I'm two. I've got two concerns. First of all, she didn't put my setting back on, but secondly, I want to know what on earth she's been using that electric razor on. Right? <laughs> <laughs> she's been landscaping. That's what she's Something, been doing. Something's a bit fishy around here. Something's yeah. a bit fishy. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, good stuff, um, Gary. How's yeah. your weekend been? Well, warm, really warm. I mean, I, I, I dieted and exercised all last week, done really well, because I, I saw myself yeah. in that tour video and I realised, God, I put on some weight. So I, I, I was really strict. And then Saturday, I thought, oh, my resolve is just gone. It just got so fucking hot at one point, and I just thought, I've got to have a beer. So we had a few beers last night, and then it was even hotter today, so I've had a few beers today as well. When it comes to the weekend... Just got to have a beer, haven't you? You got to have a you beer. You have, you have. But it's been it's been brutal today. It's been brutal. Yeah. I mean, we was yeah. we was down by the coast, weren't we? We went down to the uh, down to your caravan today. Yeah. Um, we was down there yesterday as well, and it, it was all right. It was lovely and cool yesterday. But woke up this morning, <laughs> was it hot? straight away. It was hot straight away. Yeah, there was no yeah. breeze. It was um, it was brutal. It was like a furnace. Yeah. But um, but anyway, well, you're, you're going there next weekend, right? And next weekend is going to be two of the hottest days of the year. They reckon yeah, it's going to be 34, 35, 35 in London. I've, I've ordered yeah. 15 yeah. fans to uh, take down it with me. I've got, got, got a trader as well. Um, right. Well, anyway, uh, just, just to sort of run through the agenda for the show for this evening, what we're going to be doing, um, we're going to speak about our new signing, Flynn Downs. We're going to um, give you our thoughts on, on, on the player. Um, then we're going to basically go through um, and have a chat about what we think of the window so far. Now, uh, now mm -hmm. Flynn has signed, um, and now I've stopped answering for, for another week at least. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We're going to talk about the friendly against uh, Servet or Serviette, however you say it, um, and then uh, we're going to we're going to move on to a little bit of a little bit of a spoiler. Uh, Cock of the week's back uh, this week. Um, John will go into some more detail, but I don't know if any of you heard any of you heard the call um, into Talksport from uh, Bassini, the chap who's uh, buying oh, Birmingham. Brilliant, absolutely to, uh, brilliant. Yeah, so John's going to be sort of expanding on that a little bit because that was it was unbelievable, wasn't it? It really was. It was on a different level. I, I, honestly, I, I, I would if, honestly if I was Birmingham fans, I'd be shitting myself that that, that is going to end up running my club. 
I know, I know. Um, right, then the next section, we're going we're, we're actually going to do a QA section this time. So um, after we're finished with Sullivan, Bassini and Jordan, um, it's going to be an open forum for, for you, guys in, in, you guys and girls in the chat to sort of throw us some questions, give us some topics to talk about. And then we're going to basically, after that, we're going to talk about who is going to be the first manager. We're going to speculate on who we think the first manager to get the boot is going to be in the Premier League. Gary's got his opinions. Yeah. Um, and then we'll just run through the uh, the transfer the sort of transfer section towards the end, just, you know, all, all the same old names that we've heard over and over again. Uh, I don't think there's many new ones at the moment, is there? I, I think it's all gone a bit quiet this weekend, but, um, well, uh, but yeah. The, the, the list couldn't get any bigger, could it? My God. I know, I know. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, that's where we are anyway. So, so anyway, look, let's, let's get on with the show. Uh, Flynn Downs came out of the blue, didn't it? I mean, really like did. I say, yeah. it, 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 it really, really did come out of the blue. Um, yeah. It was literally announced. It was announced by, um, uh, well, I, th- I think I think it was X that kind of that kind of um, tweeted it first. But it was only the day before, wasn't it? It was a day before it actually happened. So the news broke, and then the very next day, he was basically had, had his medical and he'd signed. Now I know that yeah. there's um, there's 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 an interview from the player actually that did say um, it only took a few days. Um, he just wanted to get it done. He just wanted to get the deal done. So it's it's refreshing to see that a deal can get done that quickly. <laughs> it, it really yeah. is. I, um, but 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 my God, what a player! And I, like I say, I do know a little bit about him anyway because I've seen him a few times, and he is a good player. Um, but what are your thoughts on him, uh, John? What, what what are your thoughts on Flynn? Uh, yeah, I mean, um, it was obviously very much out of the blue and, and, and it made a change, it made a change for the uh, initial link to come out and the player to sign so quickly. Obviously, we know they must have been scouting him for a while, you know, that, that side of yeah. things that happened overnight. Um, <clears throat> I don't know much about him. I've, I've, I've watched a bit of footage, um, since we've signed him. Obviously, as we know, YouTube stuff can make a player look better than they are to some extent. You only see the good stuff, but he looks like. You know, sounds dramatic because he's a West Ham fan. You know, when 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 he came along for the press launch and all that, he came along with his granddad's West Ham scarf. And you know, there's a lot to be said. There's a lot to be said for that. That there's a lot to be said for that link. And and, and when we lost Noble at the end of the season, that sort of link of a fan or at least a local lad. You know, when you lose that, you you can have a concern. Obviously, he's not going to come in and be like Mark Noble overnight because he's you know he's, he's 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 coming into a new club and that. Um, but he, he looks good, and for that money, you know, it's not really a risk. You know, that that money in today's world is 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 pocket change in the football industry. You know, and it's like it's, it's actually nine million with three million in add-ons. Yeah, so yeah. the total yeah. deal's twelve million. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's that's. I mean, people are going to say again, like you know, but for me, like, look, going over old grand when we linked with all them 50, 60 million pound players, it's great and it sounds great and it sort of gets the pulse racing and excitement going. But you know the. The, the shop that we shop in regularly for me is 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 is, is ten to twenty five million. That sort of range of player. Yeah. And 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 I think that our budget denotes that we need to go for three, four of those types of players now going forwards, rather than trying to break the bank on as we discussed last week, change Ward Press. You know. Yeah, I know. That, I that's agree. not going to accumulate our squad, is it? You know. So no, no, not at all. And what did you make of um Gary? What did you make of Moyes' comments um after the signing? So basically, he went into a. A little bit, a little bit of detail. We said, look, you know, we 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 went out. We did try to get the Calvin Phillips deal done. You know, players like that, players of that ilk. Um, so we've had to, try, but that didn't work. So we've had to try and find another way. And then he went on to say, um, but we have had some success with players from the Championship. And he mentioned Bowen. But uh, uh, but the thing that was telling there 
Didn't mention Ben Rama. Didn't mention no, Ben Rama. No, he, 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 he didn't. I think we, we all know his opinion of Ben Rama. Uh, yeah. and, I, and I think if he could get the money back for Ben Rama, I think he'd take it tomorrow. But we've had a yeah. lot of success with players from the championship over the years. I mean, you know, you've got to be looking at um, Antonio as well. Uh, Cresswell, yep. there's a there's a long list of successes, you know, before yeah. you get to Bowen. Um, I think it's a, a real happy hunting ground for us, and that is really, you know, like when, when we did the podcast last week and we we're saying where do the where do the fans want to see West Ham? Um, where do where do most fans expect West Ham to spend the money uh, or want them to spend the money? It's going to be on players like that rather than going out and buy buying yeah. ready made stars because we don't buy stars, we we make stars. Yep. And, I, and I'm, yeah, and I'm delighted, I'm delighted to see, I'm delighted to see uh, a young West Ham fan. Uh, well, he's 23 actually, so he should be. He's a few years away from his peak. Yeah. But I'll yeah. tell you what, there's one thing that always really, really makes me happy, and that is when um, you get, you know, like you made a video on him the other day. Yeah, loads of Swansea fans descended on that video. And, and Ipswich, positive Ipswich comments. fans as well. And Ipswich yeah. fans. They can't yeah. say enough positive about the guy, right? So that's yeah. really a measure of the man. And so I'm I'm really um yeah, I'm really happy about that. You know, he yeah. comes with good references. Yeah. He does, he does. He looks like a I, I don't know, from some of the clips that I've seen. I mean I must admit the games where I've watched him live, he didn't boot off, but I've seen clips floating around on YouTube where he's yeah, he's got quite a temper on him. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't think it's going to take him, him long to endear himself to the West Ham fans if he's no. if we, he's got we, that type of attitude. We love that type of player, don't we? Of course yeah. we do. Of course we do. Some of our some of our cult heroes are those types of players who put the boot. Yeah. Boot in, to be honest, because because as much as we like the the Canios and the Joe Coles and that, we also as I think most football fans do, but especially West Ham, you know, Julian Dix, Stuart Pearce, yep. who came to us when he was like eighty seven or something, you know. Yeah still putting the boot in we love all that don't we because it shows commitment you know so listen listen a crunching oh, tackle can be as well received as a goal can't it yeah the, the, the only the only thing and I'm not trying to put a dampener on it is obviously uh, we have VAR so he's got to he's got to <laughs> be a little bit careful <laughs> you know he's yeah. got to be a little bit careful what he may have got away with in the championship he may not in the Premier League but I'm sure I'm sure the coaching staff and the other players will right. sort of you know make him aware of it I think he'll learn I think he'll learn I, th- I think the one thing that really stands out for me in the clips that I've seen is that he's very very comfortable in possession you know makes makes space for himself uh finds the pass always wants the ball and that's very similar to Declan Rice and I know he's been he's been compared to Declan Rice he's obviously a you know, an earlier model, if you like. Yeah. Um, but but he's, he does have the same attributes as Declan Rice, doesn't he? He does. He does have. He's, he has similar attributes. I mean, look, he is primarily he's a central defensive midfielder. Mm. Um, that that you know, because there's a lot of people have been throwing up his uh, his his uh, kind of goal assists and goals, of which there are not many, because no. he kind of sits, he shields that back four. He is box to box. Listen, in terms of progressive passing, what he does is what a lot of people used to uh, almost mock Mark Noble about was the fact that he passes sideways and backwards. But what Mark Noble did was he kept possession. And that's important. And I think that that is what we've got him in the team for because, you know, you don't always you don't always need to find that wealthy pass. Sometimes you just got to keep the ball. And he seems so comfortable. You know, if he if he receives a ball for, you know, in the games that I've watched him, he can do it all. He can do one touch passing. He can he can give and go. Um, if he receives the ball under pressure, he thinks nothing about sort of skipping around a player in the same way that you're probably alluding to the way Deck does, Gary. That's, mm. that's the sort of thing Deck does. So when he's under pressure, he's got that sort of technical ability to get yeah. himself out of, out of tight spaces. Um, yeah, and he just does the simple things and he does them well. And, and I think he's not, a, he's not a glamorous player, but he's going to be an important player for us. That's, that's what I think. 
going yeah. forwards. Yeah, and I think I think I think, I think you know it, it takes more than one type of player to make up a team. You know, yeah, yeah. You know, you're not going to have twinkle toes in every position. You know what I mean? And and and, mm. and I think that um, I just like the sound of him. To be honest with you, I like the way he came across in his in his in his interviews with the media channel. Yeah. You know, he came across like a very level-headed young fella. Um, he's played a good few games, obviously, in the championship already. In his career, so you know he—he he, he sounds like he's made a good stuff, you know. So he—he ta- he takes his um his his fitness and lifestyle really really seriously as yeah. well, and um and in the championship, some of the players don't, right? Uh, and I think he was playing for Swansea. Uh, one of his old coaches said, I don't know whether it's Swansea or Switch, but I think he was playing with Swansea, and they had some kind of final. I don't know what it was, but they went there and they played the final and they won the game. And on the way back, uh, the coach said, "All right, lads, we're going to pull into McDonald's, and we're going to get you know you can have you can have something yeah, a bit naughty, right?" Yeah. He, he wouldn't even do that. He wouldn't even do that. He said, "No, yeah. you lot have it. I'm not doing it. My body yeah. is a temple, just like me, actually. So I know where he's coming from." Exactly. Very similar. Very similar. Yeah. You know, a, a very, a very kind of dedicated athlete, Gary. A very dedicated athlete. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I suppose like, on the whole, I, I, I think that takes us on to. The next topic, which is kind of rating the window so far. I mean, prior to Downs, um, my opinion, I'll be open and honest, you've probably all seen the videos that I've done anyway, so I can't exactly retract my statements. Um, yeah. But all we've done is we'd, we'd signed a goalkeeper that we had last year on a permanent deal. As, as good as that deal is, it's a brilliant signing. And we'd signed a left centre-back to how I see it. There's one going out. So we hadn't really added to our squad, and that was my problem. No. I do, I do think that this is the first time. This is the first piece of the puzzle. This is the first building block. Um, you know, da- downs in my opinion. Um, look, Nye F a good as well. He does look like a good player. He does. I yeah. think he he could be good. But from what we've been hearing about Oggy in the training ground, there's no guarantees that uh, that that Ag- is going to get straight into the team. You know, so no, but 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 that's what you want, isn't it? That's what you want. And, yeah, and, and, yeah, yeah. I think I think I think I think today's Ogbonna's seventh anniversary of being a West Ham player as well. Um, just just yep. to add to that, um, but I think that you know that the funny thing is of the three players we've brought in, the only probable starter is Ariola. Yes. Yeah. 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 Because I, because that's but that's yeah. interesting because this is what we're saying and this is what we said in January and this is why. A lot of West Ham fans were very sort of angry. Can, can I just invade your comments a minute, John? Can I just yeah. invade your comments a minute, John, and bring something up? And I want us all—I want us all to do this, right? And that—oh, where is it? Barney McGrew has said four out of ten for the window so far, right? Oh, I would agree. Oh, yeah. I'd go for—I'd go yeah, four out of ten so far. No, when you're marking the window, you don't mark it as if this is the finished piece of business. Because if it was, I'd say definitely four out of ten right if this was all we did in the window four out of ten right yeah but that's but, but in, in that in that case that's all you can mark it as because it ain't finished yet we'd, we'd be speculating to say we're going to be bringing more players you can in. only mark it up to now and surely up to now you know we've signed a great goalkeeper we've signed, signed one of the best left-sided centre-offs in uh one of the best most promising centre-offs in in europe and yep. we've signed um you know the most one of the most promising players in the so championship. you're giving it a ten out of ten yeah. 
No, I'm not. But I think today you got to do it. You got to do it pro rata. You got to do it pro rata, right? You can't say, you know, you can't mark it as if this is the end of the window because it ain't. So I'll give it a seven out of ten. I think four oh, out of ten. To, no to this day, no to this day, I'll give it. A we seven we, out we of still 10. need a left back. We still need a striker. We still need all we these do. positions. Yeah, no, But as John said, uh, as it stands at the moment, point. we've only signed one player that goes and improves our first but, team, and that's a goalkeeper we had last year. Disagree. Nick, 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 Nick. I'm not saying that as a negative. I'm saying that as a positive because what I mean is we've got... now. If you start building your... We've got good players. We've got good players. ...squad and on your bench and you've got better players on the bench, that's an improvement of the team overall because you've got better options to bring off the bench. I agree. So I'm I not agree. saying it as a negative. I'm not saying okay, it as we'll, a negative. Go on then, John. Go on. Give, you, give your score out of 10 then. What, so far? Yeah, so far. How many, how many, how many weeks are we, how many weeks are we into the window? What, what, what did it start? July. What did it start? July the first, wasn't it, or was it? Yeah, yeah, July the first, wasn't it? Yeah, July the first. What are we on now? June. Right. Well, let's just say no, it in June. It didn't start July the first. It started yeah, yeah, in June. Yeah, yeah, so we've had, oh, we've, had, we've had, we've had, we've had, we've took in three players in five weeks. That's good business for West Ham in five weeks. Let's be honest. And and I and, so. I do, yeah. and I do and I do hope that that that, that the Flynn Downs. Um, Transfer is like the catalyst, like you said, Nick. I hope it's the domino effect. Yeah. What what, yeah. what what does surprise me is is that the West Ham yeah. fans, yourself included, Nick, there was a bit dis- disillusioned with the window thus far before that transfer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before before downs, but, yeah. But, but what I'm saying is, is it's funny how one transfer of a kid who we weren't, let's be honest, we weren't linked with, we didn't know much about a link with him. It's funny how one transfer of only nine million can all of a sudden generate. And I, I was the same. It sort of created a little bit of excitement. And I think it's interesting. I think it was purely the speed in which the deal seemingly was done that sort yeah. of made us think all of a sudden, bloody hell, we can yeah. be linked with a player. But that, but that was that was probably more to, that was probably more to do with the fact that the player just wanted to join us. So because he's a West Ham yeah. player, yeah, oh yeah, that, of course. That, pro- that that's probably what helped, you, want. you know, you you, you want yeah. players who want to join you. Being a West Ham boy yeah, is yeah. obviously going to make him want to join well, you a lot it, quicker. It, you know? In an article I read, he was actually at the training ground at Crystal Palace chatting with Patrick Vieira yeah, when was, West yeah. Ham's interest yeah. came in, right? That was the Athletic, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was the yeah. Athletic. Yeah, very... I mean, that's quite impressive. If a guy's yeah. gone that far... Yeah, yeah, deal, yeah. A deal's Absolutely. gone that far, right? Absolutely. Well, there was a, there was a comment that said, um, you yeah. know, if, 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 if it had been Real Madrid or West Ham, I'd, I, I, it would be a no-brainer. Yeah. be West Ham all day long. But no, for, for me, um, I would at the moment, and this isn't me criticising the window because you're saying pro rata, no. it's, it's, it's a work in progress. So I can't go giving a, uh, an 8 out of 10, 9 out of 10 because the win- there is still way more work to do than has been done. Um, yeah, cool. So it's a good start, but for me, it's 4 out of 10. If he continues in this vein, if he continues in this vein, I, I every time he's, I'll tell you what, Gary, every time he signs a player, it'll go up. <laughs> <laughs> well, go of course it will. But you're talking about up. the first month. Garino said June the 10th is July the 10th. The first month we've signed three probable ah, first team so, players. Yeah, so that, that's that's almost a player a week, which for West Ham, yeah. right, I know you say we had Ariola last year and all that, but for West what Ham, that's people quite want. speedy business in a funny way, isn't it? Yeah. You know I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, but yeah, look, listen, listen, there is not one yeah, other Premier okay. League team. There's not one other Premier League team that needs to sign as many players as West Ham do. We need to sign players in this window, okay? okay. It ain't what, like it's what? a it ain't like it's a luxury. We're just bringing a few players in just to just to pad us out. We need key players, um, and oh. and I think and, I, and I'm I'm encouraged now with the down signing. I'm encouraged. I think that there's going to be more to come. But up to this point, and this, that, and and the thing is, it doesn't mean I'm unhappy. But it's if it's it's four out of ten now to this point. 
for me. I'm not going seven out of ten, eight out of ten for for, for that. Well, listen, right? Yeah, but that, yeah, but you're 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 being disingenuous, right? Because I'm not. Um, you're marking you're marking him as if the as if the transfer window stops now, and that's all. And you're and you're marking him right? as uh, yeah, but you're you're marking him as if to say no, he's eight out of I'm, ten so no, far. No, I'm, I'm I'm seven out of ten up to this point, which is a month where we signed three players in a month, which is amazing for West Ham, right? You're, you're marking him. Like yeah. I said to you already, if, if that is 10. always if that is always signed, then that'd yep. be four out of ten. Without yeah, it's a doubt, four, it's right? four out of ten. Four, but out, of four ten. out of ten in a month. Yeah, oh come on, you're being a bit unfair. You're being a bit four, unfair. Four out of ten. Not the first time. Can I can yeah, I just can, can I just go through some of these comments? There's a very important comment I've got to bring up, and I've go on, I have mentioned this, but I'm apparently I'm not worth enough yet. Why does Virgil have no backdrop? I don't know. I, I don't know. It's, it's a very good question. Let's go through some of the comments when we move back onto transfers because there's a lot of comments to get through. So Hammerhead says Ten Hag is going to be the first manager to be sacked. I'm not so sure. We, I think we'll talk, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Downs is a West Ham boy. Good pickup. Heard that another signing is close with another waiting confirmation from the player. No names. Oh, you know fucking El Garino. Nick's going to give him, give us four and a half out of ten. <laughs> Uh, Garino's an Italian ITK, apparently. Downs looks yeah. a very tidy player. Moyes was in like Flynn. Very good. James Bong says it evening. evening. James. Oh, Claire. Claire agrees yeah. it's a brilliant signing. And as we know, is, whatever 100%. Claire says, he's gospel. Whatever Claire says, he's gospel. <laughs> it? We know that. You know, we know that. As, as Garino says here, we can't really attract 50 million pound plus players. We can. No. We possibly could. But my point is... We can't afford to blow our budget on one or two players. That's that's how I see it. We not, need... not when we, not when we've got this many players that we need to buy. Exactly. You know, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, the, yeah. that's exactly it. But that's yeah. what well, I've always felt. You know. That's well, can I can I say can I say on that right? We can attract fifty million pound players if they want to come to us. But the likes of Phillips, going back to Moise's comments <laughs> earlier, we'd have to well overpay for the likes of Phillips to get Phillips to come to us, right? We'd have to pay him. We'd have to pay more of you a fee, that, which is what which is what David Moyes said. Because David Moyes said when he when he when he when he learned what Man City paid, he said, "Well, we offered more than that." And the yeah. fact is, we would probably have to pay Phillips more money than Man City had to pay him. Because at the end of the day, players of that level, if you can't offer them Champions League football, the only thing you can really offer them, unless they're a West Ham fan, is mm. loads and loads of money. Otherwise, they would always but, opt to go for a for a Champions League team. But that, they that is how City did it when they signed Yaya Toure. That is how Chelsea did it when they signed what's his name, Rude Hullet, and people like that. They paid the mega bucks to get them through the door, and we're never going to do that, right? No, that, well, that, well, that goes counter to what it is that we're trying to do. And to be honest, yeah. you know what? I think I think why I got so excited about the Flynn Downs thing, and it wasn't just because it wasn't just because he's a West Ham fan, even though that was the cherry on the cake. It it was it. We have taken people laugh, right? People laugh because they say, "Oh, Flynn Downs, one of the best players in the championship." He bloody is in his position. He yeah. is. He's mm-hmm. like you have a look at his stats. And the fact of the matter is, you've got people coming out saying, "Oh, you know, have, have a look at his show There's nothing, nothing impressive there." Well, he plays in a very unglamorous role. Look at Declan Rice. How long have West Ham mm-hmm. fans been trying to convince other? fans of other yeah. teams that Declan Rice is a great player and they go yeah. no 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 he's crap he's overrated because yeah. that position they're not step over merchants they, they, no. they, they don't appear on match of the day skinning yeah. players and yeah it is, there's, a, there's, a, there's a for me being one of the best defenders ever to grace Tackney Marshes to me <laughs> it depends, it depends, it depends, no it depends what you look at as, as a football fan we know we want to be excited and that yeah. to me there's nothing better than someone who is prepared to do the donkey work, the water carrying work, Absolutely. and allow others to play. 
there's there's a beauty within that itself. It's so unselfish and it's so like you know team spirited. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. And you could say they they get into that position because they don't have the skills and the technique to be yeah. all that. But to Absolutely. me, but, 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 but to me, they've got the brain, and I love someone with a football brain. Yes, and this and, and this and this is where and this goes back to me and my sometimes my issue with and, and don't get me wrong I'm I'm hoping now that we retain Suchek but I'm hoping that what he does is he uses Suchek and he uses Downs in different games because like I say I don't want to see us play the same style week in and week out if you want to hold the ball and you want to pass the ball and you want to kind of out outplay a team you know a lesser team than us you put mm. Downs in the team next to next to uh, uh, Rice because he's a passer he passes a ball. Suchek isn't that player, you know. He's, he's he he doesn't use the ball very well. So I think having Suchek and Downs, they're two very different players, and I think they can both offer us different things. You know, when you're playing mm -hmm. a counter-attacking game and you and you want to sort of rely on sort of balls into the box and that, you can you've got Suchek who you can use. So, yeah. what do you think is going to happen with Suchek? Honestly, with with all that you're reading, what what do you reckon is going to happen now? I think I think it depends, right? Um, you know, this Onana, who um, what's Onana. your name? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I think I think that if if Anana comes in, that is a signal that Suchek is going out, right? Because <laughs> I when you say his name, I just keep thinking of the song. Oh, I, I think he's um, uh, listen. He, he looks like uh, uh, someone that's going to walk into the first team. He looks like know, a very exciting. Do, 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 do. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, you cock! Right. He looks like he looks like a, a really exciting uh, player who could walk into the first team, and he's not going to be happy to come in and sit on the bench. So he could walk think, into the first team in like two strides. He'd cover the pitch. He's too he tall. I tell you what, massive. that geezer, that geezer. Don't you, we we complain about Suchek What's not being tall? good in listen, listen, oh. Gary, Gary, oh. listen, right? We complain about Suchek not being good in tight areas. It must take a message to get about about ten minutes to get from his brain to his feet. There is no way too, that guy is going to be good in tight spaces. Honestly, two tall or just tall enough? He's six right? foot seven. No, well, he's apparently he's six foot four. I had a debate on someone this the other day. He's six foot seven. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but that, that's a lot of real estate. I mean, the, the you know the amount of the amount of man you get him to the pound there is actually quite a lot of man, isn't it? You know what I mean? Some people so, like so, a lot of man to the pound, Gary. Some people like a lot of man to the pound. Nothing wrong so, with that. Yeah. So if you if you sign in players based on based on square footage, I think you're going to get hey, a good look, deal. If you look, if you, if, it's quite it's quite it's quite interesting. It's quite interesting. I mean, this comment here from John. A lot of he's talking about obviously Flynn Downs coming into the team and striking up a good partnership with Rice. So I, I, I people, do as well. Yeah, but you're. I don't think you can dismiss Sushek all of a sudden and all of well, a sudden. Well, I can. He was he, shit for an entire season. Yeah, I don't disagree that he didn't have a great season, right? But but it don't mean he can't yeah. get back to where he was. And, and again, I agree. No. I agree. No, no, but, no, no, time, no, 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 but listen, listen, I think I look, what you. I'm trying, what I'm trying to say to you is there are very yeah. few players that 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 should basically command a starting place uncontested. Suchek should never be one of those players. He should yeah. never be the first name on the team sheet. Declan sure Rice, yes, but Su Suchek, no. And if we've got other options, Suchek oh, yeah, will be good for certain games. But of what course. I'm saying is, yeah. I don't want to go back to us just doing the same thing what we did last just, year with the same 11 players yeah. over and over again. I don't think we will. I don't think they'll, we'll They'll be that. lovely and rested this time around. Imagine if Suchek comes back and he's all he needed was a rest and he get, becomes hammer of the year again. Yeah, well, I know, I know. Yeah, Why imagine happen? how happy you'd be, Nick. Imagine how happy you'd be. I would be happy. Been. I would be I happy. Think we'd, do, we'd do a proper celebration show on that one, wouldn't we? Yes. I look, I can only I'm go. I, I can only go based on what I've seen in the last days. Suchek now for me, 
he's been bad for longer than he's been good because ever since Lingard came in, Suchek's form went out the window. That's 18 months. 18 months he's been poor. Well, no, he was specifically poor this last season. He was a, he was poor last and, and season. And and he and he was and he was ineffective because the moment that Lingard came in, a style change. Have, have, have a look at his goals and, and, and assists. That's after Lingard came in. Yeah, I they're know. Gone. Right. They're, yeah, but, they're gone. yeah, but that's because when Lingard came in, he became the main attacking source. Yeah, he became yeah. the he became the guy that everything went through. When someone comes in and hits the ground running like that, and he was immense for that time that we had him, Lingard. Mm. Of course, he's going to take over a lot of the statistics in terms of in an attacking sense and a goal sense. You can't blame Sushik for the lack of goals because when Lingard came no. in, no, 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 what, things, no, it means things went through Lingard I, more. I just, I just think it's quite simple. I think I've said it before. Our style changed, and we started playing fast mm. counter-attacking football. Sushik isn't fast, right? He can't. No, he literally, he, he's, he's not fast. Him. So he's, he's, he's not going to get up the pitch with a fast counter-attack. And, uh, and and he's not. And, and and unfortunately, like I say, I do think, look, listen, there's a lot of people that think I hate Suchek. I don't hate Suchek. I think well, he is. Well, he, yes, no, no, I t- no, I'll tell yes, you what. Do. do you know what makes me hate what, what makes me hate him is situations like, like last year when he was playing so bad, yet he was still in a fucking team. That makes me dislike him. And even but though it ain't that, his fault. But that is it ain't his fault. fault. I know. But then, but, right. but, you can't, but then you can't get angry at fans. If you feel like no. that about Suchek... With all due respect, Nick, if you feel like that about Suchet because he can't be dropped because there's no one to bring in, then you can't be angry with fans who feel the same about Antonio when he went through that patch of not scoring. Now, I'm not yeah. lambasting or having a go at Antonio because I'm a big fan but of we did, we did, John. We had Crow and we had Noble and we've got Lanzini and we've got four nails who could have played in Suchek's position. We had options yeah, in, Su- in Suchek's position. Right. We uh, did. Let, let's, let's look ahead, not backwards, right? And, and, and can I just ask both you as well another interesting question and I'll be interested to see people in the chat what they say about this as well, right? So... You both scored, you know, John gave a reasonable sport score. You gave a crap score on the transfer window so far, right? Now, take the scenario of we don't sell anybody else. I know we probably will sell one or two, but just assume we don't, hypothetically, right? Mm. What positions do we need to fill in order for this to be a 10 out of 10 window? Nick, you can go first. Left back, left winger, striker. If we don't, if we don't get, um, for, for me, if we, we said if we don't sell any more players, yes, if we don't sell any more players, we need another left back. So a, a, yeah. a first team, a first team left back, not, um, not somebody that's going to come in and settle in like this fucking yeah. Pellegrini bloke we're linked with. It will just be a backup to Cresswell for two years. Yeah, I want somebody who's going to come in and take over from from Cresswell and improve us in that position. Because then what that means is when we bring our new left winger in, which we desperately need because we're shoehorning either Ben Rama or Fournells out on the left at the moment. We haven't got a natural left sided winger. It mm. means that that player can focus on attacking rather than babysitting Cresswell defensively, which is what we're seeing. Yeah. Which is why yeah. we're seeing no offensive output from Fournells when he plays out on the left because his job there is to basically. Mm. Hold Cresswell's hand defensively. That 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 unfortunately is is what it is. And I love Cresswell. I absolutely I, I, I do. But you have to. You, you've got. To, I think everyone can see now that it'd be a great backup. But we do need to improve now in that position. That's really yeah. important. And then that whole left hand side is done. And I think we need to bring in a. I'd be happy with a Brozier. And 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 I'd be happy if we brought Brozier in with with Antonio. Um, because I don't think Brozier would come in straight away. I think he'd share the, share the role with Antonio. I'm not saying I'm not saying I want Antonio replaced and kicked out of the team. What I'm saying is Antonio is he's rubbish if he's not fit and if he's not in peak condition. 
But if you've got another striker there, you can rest Antonio. You can rotate him. You can yeah. you can use him off the bench. Use him as an impact player. So yeah, so striker, left back, left winger, ten out of ten. As long as they're yeah. they're, they're good signings. All right, John. Um, see, I don't think a left back would be seen as more important than a striker. I think I you know because I'm not going to write Cresswell off. I know he ain't as effective as he was, and, and and he has lost a bit of pace. And I think that the two red cards he got in Europe probably highlighted his weaknesses to some extent, but it also allowed a lot of fans to um, sort of fast-track his, his demise, if you know what I'm saying. They wrote him off very quickly after a lot of that. Yeah. And what you've got to remember, and what I'd say is, is that we do have possibilities at left-back, i.e. Ben Johnson, OK, not a natural left-back, but we know he can play there and at times plays better. And if we wanted to go into the youth team and bring him in this long yellow, I think... Our centre halves, we don't need any more. I think we've got enough, especially if we keep Diop. Um, yeah. We know we, we know what we know what we definitely need. It's, mm. it's, yeah. it's the striker and, and possibly two. You know, we possibly we possibly need a striker who would come in and challenge Antonio, but also sometimes to play alongside him if we're chasing the game and go two up top. So you know, we might need one or two strikers for sure. Um, yeah. Midfield, I think we're overrun with midfield. But like you said, Nick, maybe a left winger. Or a left wing back. Yeah, we are we yeah. are shoehorning in Ben Rama and uh, and, and Fornells, aren't we? So look, we need a striker. Well, we know that. I think I'm going to surprisingly. I'm going to agree with Nick. That don't happen very often. Uh, left back, <laughs> stroke left wing back, pacey one, who's who's good with set pieces. Um, you know, and generally the left footers tend to be. And there's a lot of them out there. Um, striker definitely. Yeah. And and um, left-sided attacking midfielder because at the moment we just have no pace down the left-hand side. And um, I, I would love to see someone, a naturally left-sided player, it's almost word-for-word word what Nick said, really, uh, watching Ben Rama labour down that left-hand side. Well, I, I think, I think uh, what it is, know, Gary, I, th- I think everyone knows what we need. I, I, yeah. I, think, you know, I think that's the thing. We've spoken about it so many times. Uh, but there is one thing that Kent Hammer said in there. He's put down, interestingly enough, he's got a left-back striker, central midfielder. And wide attacker. So, what, right. Kent? What do you mean by central midfielder? Do you mean? Are, are you alluding to the fact that Suchek needs to needs to come out? The same. We need someone else because at the moment we've no, no, no. I, I don't know because I, I don't know what you're saying. Kent's, Kent's yeah, normally. I know. Reached, uh, I know. So, so you you got um, at the moment we've got Rice. We've got Suchek, who will be the first team um, central midfield pairing. They will be, and we've got Coventry, who's looking good um, in pre-season. We've also got Lanzini. And we've got Downs and, and Fornells. I still believe that Fornells is a central player. I think he's a central midfield player, personally. Um, mm. He's not a wide player. He's yeah. probably more suited to a 10, Fornells. But mm. um, I think he is... Yeah, so I think we've got a lot of players that can play in that central position. Um, yeah. Is, yeah. Does, does, do we need... If, if we retain... Because where does Lingard play? Lingard ain't a wide player, right? Lingard no. is not. Um, a wide player. He is a number 10. We saw how he played. You give him a free roll. So so what I'm saying is, we've got Lanzini, we've got um, we've got Fornells, you know, you can even say, because Vlasic ain't going anywhere, he could get better next year. You've got Vlasic, um, and even Ben Rama. We've got four number 10s there. Yeah. Do, we, do, yeah. do we need, do we desperately need Lingard? Not not now. I, I, I've, 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 I'm not so sure. If Look, there's no guarantees how he'll be when he comes in. My, my biggest concern, and I've said it before, so I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself, my biggest concern for him at the minute is that he's not looking to get into the Euro squad that he was trying to get into when he first came to us. 
I, I think all hope of him getting into the England squad for the Qatar World Cup have gone. So, yeah, yeah. what is his motivation now? What is his motivation for his next move? I'm not calling the geezer greedy or TikTok star or money grabber. I understand it is a short career. But for me, a little bit now, I'm not sure what his motivation is to move now. What is he? You know, he's 29. I just wonder what he's going to be like if we do bring him in personally. Yeah, uh, that yeah. Uh, that occurs to me as well. That occurs to me, and it worries me. It worries me because we have put all our eggs in that basket, haven't we? And um, and it, I've got to be honest, it's going to be a whole load of expectation on his shoulders if he turns oh, up. It. Oh yeah, it. No, no, no. For him to kind of because he was playing on adrenaline when he first came, and he had a point to prove. For him to exactly. to recreate that, I think it's almost impossible. It would be almost impossible. For him yeah. to recreate that form, because he was he was almost what? superhuman in that period, Every, and it ain't just that; it was luck as well, Gal. Because everything he hit, yeah. him, every I'm shot he hit with him. I'm not being funny, but he's created this fucking situation himself. Because yeah. when when he left us, the crowd loved him. Now the yeah. crowd are getting tired of waiting for him, the, and the, if yeah. he eventually turns up like he's doing us a favour. There's going to be massive expectation on his on his shoulders, and which, he put that expectation there, right? Well, the longer Nobody he leaves it, I mean, which, the longer he leaves it. Expectation breeds impatience as well. So, the, yeah. pro- the problem the problem with it is you've had this big song and dance, and I don't just mean he's one on TikTok, but you've had a big song and dance about it. And if <laughs> it now. if it does happen, and and he doesn't come in at the ground running, or he does have a loss of form at some stage, a lot of the fan base will be on his back straight away, you know. And that's the problem he's yeah. going to have, like you say. So. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. If Lingard came in on top of all of these other positions that we need to fill, so say, for instance, we get we get Ram, we get um, we get someone on the left, say Saar from, from Watford or yeah. whoever, and we go and get Brozier, and then we get Lingard in, then I'd be fucking excited. I would yeah. be. But I wouldn't necessarily... I, I, what, I, what I would worry with is that if we got Lingard in, because of the job that he did last time, it isn't just Moyes, but perhaps Sullivan and Gold might look at that and go, well, there's your goals. There's the, you've, you've, got, you've got your player now. Um, you know, because I'd be worried if we signed him this early. Do you know what I mean? And, that, for, mm. and listen, for all we know, for all we know, a deal might have already been done. We yeah. just don't know. It could have been. Well, he might be jetting off well, to the US doing bits and pieces because... You know, I, I, I you did know? hear that. I did hear that. I, and it's usually from a reliable source. I was told that. And I ain't trying yeah. to be an ITK honest, right? But I was told. <laughs> I was told that the deal was done just before he went across to the States. So, uh, but the thing is, again, if the deal's been done, why ain't it announced? Because for God's sake, Jesse, make life easier for yourself. You know, get yeah. the crowd on side now. Don't don't make it look like you're... you're you're making us wait for you. But what if you know, it is because of the, the psychology thing? Maybe Moyes. It could be the facts. Maybe it could be from the club because we don't know what the dynamic is between Moyes and Sullivan. We don't know how easy it is for him to convince them to to to, to close a deal. So maybe yeah. he, he might be saying to them, look, "Look, we've got you in the bag. It's done, but 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 not yet. Let's get a few yeah. of these other players this in." Is, but this, I don't but this, know. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. This is interesting, isn't it? This Chris, the Christopher Murphy's comment here about yeah. you know we've got we've got all those midfielders and he's suggesting that we need a playmaker. You know, maybe Lanzini is not going to be you know that well, regular this season. Well, the player that we're in for at the moment who's really really exciting, not just because of his name and because it'd be an amazing oh, headline for the uh, for the Dildo uh, Brothers to sign Orkan Cockchu. That'd be a great headline, <laughs> right? But Cockchu, honestly, that 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 um, that kid, he's 
unbelievable in terms of his creative output from the central midfield position. So if we're going out and we're getting Brozier, we've got Downs, who is a passer as well. This lad, in terms of... You're talking about um, Downs, who retains possession, sideways passing, does this and does that. No, no, no. Kokchu, it's all about forward passing, creating moves. In terms of expected assists, he, he's, he's off the charts. And, um, and that's why he's playing for an average Dutch team. Mm. And he's estimated um, value, or what, what, what he's expected to leave for is between 30 and 40 million. So that goes to show you how good the kid, the the, the, the bloke is. And we and we yeah. are and we are. That talks talks are apparently underway on that deal. So I'd be I'd be. It doesn't mean it's close or anything like that. But I'd be over no. the moon if we signed. This him. is this is this comment here, Nick, is in relation to Kent's earlier one when you said, "What do you mean? What's in terms of what do we uh, need about right. the midfielder?" So he's saying Does, we need a proper. Sort of CDM, I suppose, or C. So, 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 Ken, because um, Ken knows his stuff. So, Ken, do you not yeah. feel that Downs is ready then to step into to step into Noble shoes? I mean, I, look, look, I, I don't. I, I think, I personally, my opinion is, is that I think he will. Um, he is that type of player. He's a very similar player. I think but I could step into Crow's. I, I think I could step into Crow's shoes. Um, <laughs> to be quite honest, um, you were always good at sitting on the bench, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, like, like I say, I I, I don't know. I, I'm really excited about um about Downs. I think I think he, he yeah, could be he could be if he's got the right attitude and and, and he's a, and he's a Moyes type player. Moyes will use him. Yeah, this is I interesting from Grant, isn't it? I, I think this is true. What Grant said here, Lanzini is the only one Moyes trusts as his proper number two. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And maybe. this is your favourite topic. We won't go into too much detail about this because this we're going to probably oh. talk about this. During the game, uh, during when Fuck we talk about the game, Benny will have a breakout season next season. He'll be our top scorer. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay right. I hope he does because I want him to prove me wrong a little bit. Yeah, I don't dislike and, and him. I, well, I got, I got to say that game the other day. I know we're going to talk about it in a minute, but quite briefly, that game the other day, as all friend desire was Dow. Let's be honest, right? No one had a great yeah. game. No one understand that game. But I do believe that Ben Rama got an awful lot of stick on social media. It, the only, it wasn't the only one who had a bad day, but it was like it was like hashtag Ben Rama out. It was crazy. I, I mean, I know. You know, I'm the biggest critic, but I was like, bloody hell, people! We're just playing. Do, a do, 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 weird, do you know the weird thing is? And look, I, I'm I'm a I'm a massive critic of Ben Rama because he does in a game he does do some amazing things, but on the whole, yeah. he pisses me off just because of his style yeah. of play. Um, but when you look at his stats, his stats do paint a different picture. His, yeah. his assists and his goals—they paint a different picture. They paint the picture uh, of a, a very effective attacker, and that, and they and they actually allude. Do you know what? When you look at the stats and goals, it makes you wonder if he'd have played the same amount of games as Antonio and Bowen. He he might have even he might have even come out on top in terms of goals and assists yeah, because he's not he's not he's, he's not the most well used player. So do you think fans like you are just unreasonable then, Nick? I, 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 maybe. I just, I, yeah, I just, I mean, one step over is fine. Two step over, I can just about bear, but three, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, look, what Belon Orson says, only two strikers got over 20 league goals last season. Now, that's interesting. Why spend fortunes on a striker who might only get 10 to 15? Wide players can do that. They can. Not get, yeah, let, yeah, yeah. David Moyes read that. Don't let David Moyes read that, for God's sake. He definitely won't manage to either. But it's yeah. a good point. You know, it's a good point. I mean, look at City. I know we're not City and we ain't got City's players, but a lot of teams now don't seem to play with a proper, as we would well, say, a proper well, striker. But, well, we look, 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 listen, but, but look, listen, when we, when we say winger, when we say winger, 
We mm. don't play with wingers. We play with inside forwards. Bowen is yeah, a forward. Yeah. He's an inside. You know, we, we the, Bowen doesn't run down a wing and whip across in. That's not his no. job. His job is to pick the ball up, cut inside, and and, and go and attack. So, in in a sense, that is why the the, the striker is always just going to be a bit of a foil um, in that system, mm. really. And that's probably mm. why Antonio is ideal because you rely. On, but that's why I think we need somebody like Bowen on the left. You need somebody as effective as Bowen on the left. Can, can mm. I just play devil's advocate and talk and talk on, about? Um, Savet. I know we're going to come to Savet, but the go reason to it now. Get... Go, on, go, go to Savet yeah. now. Go on. Yeah, go go on. So now. Look, let, let me just say, I'll, I'll hand back to you to go, but specifically on Ben Rama against Savet, I can see why people are getting pissed off because a couple of times in the first half, he was played He was played in, beautiful ball, and his first touch it drives you mad. was it drives about you mad. 20 yards in front of him, right? And the second half, that chance that he missed where he kicked, he kicked the ball into the ground when there was all the goal to aim at. I mean, it was just like, and that seems to be a recurring theme with Ben Rama in that when it's, um, someone put it perfectly the other day, I can't remember how they bloody put it, but it's just, you know, when, when you, um, when, when you, when you play him in, um, he, 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 um, does not take advantage of the situations he is presented with, um, in a, uh, across the season, right? He he is one of these players who scuffs chances. His first touch gets away from him. He doesn't, um, you know, he, he he doesn't hit shots on target. It's shots over the top. It, there are so many chances that if he was say fifty percent better, he'd be probably one of the best players in the league. You know, if he if he had that. That kind of, and I don't know what it is. What what is it? Is it cool headedness? Is it the ability to hold yeah. his nerve? In I don't. I don't. I don't, th- I don't think any player of that of that kind. You know, when players that try things, because that's what he is. Yeah. Any player that tries things, no one, no one is good enough for it to, for every single flick and trick to come off. Even Hazard. Hazard was one of those players for Chelsea who we all thought was amazing. But if you spoke to an actual Chelsea fan, they would say he drove you fucking nuts. If you watch him for ninety oh, minutes, right. because yeah. a lot of yeah. the bits and pieces that he tries, you know, he'd, you know, yeah, every now and then he'd, he'd, he'd try and take on five players and it'd come off, but there'd be three or four occasions before that where it'd break down and it, and and you know, it'd set the other team off on the um, on the attack. So, I, I I do think that um, players like him, and you're never going to get a hundred percent. It's never going to happen. But I, I do think with him, it's it's like one good thing and five to ten bad things. Yeah. I think I think that that's that's kind of how I see do, it in the game. Do you do you think that it's the uh, more the fans' frustration that they know he can do it? But yeah, we can. Yeah, reg- we do. Doesn't yeah, do it do. regularly enough. Yeah, yeah, we, we absolutely. And and also, I think as Gary said before, one of his one of his uh, his little gems that he drops, he's got the heart of a goldfish when it comes to a tackle. He he he, yeah. he does, and we don't like to see that. We've got a player coming in in downs who likes to, who clearly likes to have a tear up. We're going to love him. What we don't like to see are players jumping out the way of challenges, skipping away and hiding. And and Ben Rama can be guilty of that. That yeah, doesn't he can. help him. That doesn't he, help he, him either. He, he can, and that that yeah, that that's that's really terrible. But what you said about you know one in five, one in four, um, you know when he's either played through or he gets a chance. Um, if you look at his stats, he must be getting lots and lots of chances because his stats ain't bad. His stats are good, right? Yeah, his stats, his stats so, are so good. So if he was if he was like fifty percent better. That's what I'm saying. If he was 50% yeah. better and didn't screw up quite so much, he would be one of the best players in the league. It's just 
you know, there there is that just absolute frustration with him where the whole team will be breaking and they'll slip the ball into Ben Rama and he'll fuck it up with a heavy first touch. Well, right? listen, what, what, or, what he is, he's a shit talisman. You know, like when we had Pyatt and when Lingard yeah. was at his best, you, you can afford to have one player that can do what they want, but providing they, they score and, and they make something happen, you let them get away with it because, because yeah. you're winning games. That is Benny. You, Benny is that type of player. You just need to let him have a free reign and let him do what he wants. But the output isn't enough. There isn't enough output to, to for, for for you to be able to tolerate it. It just annoys you, you know. Um, yeah. There are there are miraculous things that he does on occasion, you know. I mean, yeah, if, but did... I think I I, I do think. Look, I've, I, if someone has a bad game, I'll say they have a bad game. If someone's inconsistent, I'll say they're inconsistent, right? But it did surprise me after that friendly how people were on him. No one had look apart from maybe a couple of the youngsters, a lot of the elder statesmen, if you like, looked a bit rusty to me. But that's what I you thought, expect. I thought, friendly, I thought Diop you know? looked good. I thought Diop looked good. He looked all right. Yeah, he looked all right as well, a few of them. But Ashby looked all right and Diop looked all right. Dawson was a bit shaky and a couple of others were a bit shaky, I felt. But it's, you know, it's a pre-season game. It's there, it's there to, it's there to, you know, you're trying to shake off the rust that you've built up. And let's be honest, I think Moyes said it in his interview that I watched earlier today. You know, they're not only trying to get these players over a very long season they've had, but they're also trying to pick them up straight away, pretty much straight away for a season and starting very shortly, um, yeah. er earlier than normal because of the Qatarian World Cup. But I just think Ben Rama, you know, look, I'm not his biggest fan. I know he can do it on his day, but... I thought, but, I thought, yeah, I thought the outpouring from a lot of fans was a bit. Yeah, it's too much. It's too much. Yeah. But like, like with, um, like with Suchek, because I'm, I'm similar with Benny as I am with Suchek. Yeah. Like, I, I would love, you know, uh, listen, I want West Ham to win. I want them to do well. I'd love, um, I'd love Ben Rama to turn into the player that we all look. Do you know what? That, that we all know he can be. Um, uh, and, that, and that's, and that is a frustrating thing. But that, yeah. Well, whether he can be or not, I don't know. That that, that, that might be that a bit is of a my frustration with him because yeah. I do think you know, I mean, he's supposed to be one of the most skillful players in the club. And I was watching this thing the other day. It's a little video doing the rounds, and it's four players or five players standing in a circle, volleying the ball to each other, right? Mm. And at one point, Ben Rama turns his back. He ain't even looking. Someone's passed the ball to him, and he backheeled it to the next player as if he's got some kind of extrasensory perception. Yeah. The guy is an absolute freak when it comes to skill, right? Absolutely. And, and there's, a, there's, there's a comment from Andy here look, um, coming up. Uh, yeah. Ben Rama did it week in and week out for Brentford. For me, he's a confidence player, and Moyes doesn't give him any. This is true. Now, what, what I would say is, I think Moyes, not every type of player is going to suit David Moyes. We all know no. that Ben Rama wasn't a David Moyes signing. You know, we, we, we know that. He makes it so blatantly obvious. You know, he just, he, sh he shuns him, really. You know, he, he kind of, he almost resents him being there. He isn't a David Moyes signing. He's not a David Moyes player. We all know that when these players come in, like with Bowen, when Bowen came in, Bowen had to do an awful lot of work before he became a regular first-team player to his yeah. game. You've had comments yourself from your uh, your ITK sources, Gary, that you've, that you've had before, um, where they basically said to you, but no, but they basically said to you that... Um, He's, un he's, he's uncoachable. According to Moyes, he's uncoachable. That, that's what I heard, yeah. And I've, I've read yeah. it somewhere as well. That, that was yeah. Moyes' opinion. And, um, and I think that alluded to the, um, the defensive side of his game, not, not the forward no. part of his game. No. It's, it's, but, it's, it's, it's difficult, though, isn't it? Because the, the, the thing is, they brought him into the club because of his attacking prowess and his flair for yeah. Brentford. And 
in some ways, Moyes is trying to. Is you could you could suggest that he's stifled that that exciting attacking play. And I'm not defending Ben Rama, and I'm not questioning Moyes, but it's a bit of a egg and a chicken situation because you brought him into the club with, because he was such an attacking, flair, skillful player. Exactly. But are you then trying to quash it by saying, well, you can do all that? But before you do that, you've got to get back and tackle in the six-yard box or whatever. Yeah, there, there are there are certain examples of that. I will always say, I think Ben Rahm is one. I'm going to say, you're going to moan, you're going to roll your eyes. I think Halle is another player that he didn't get the best <laughs> out of. Think, no, no, no. But not every player is going to be a David no. Moyes player. Okay, no, they're no. not. That, that's, and that's it. And I, I do think that when... And that's why David Sullivan should take note of the Ben Rama experiment because if David Moyes, if David Moyes doesn't want a player... He fucking he ain't he ain't going to use him. He ain't. It's not. It's well, not going to work. It's not going to work. I, I I just think that you know part of me thinks that Jesse Lingard when he came in he was a, a Moyes favourite and and he was given no defensive responsibilities whatsoever. None. Exactly. Just, That's what I'm saying. He was to told to just That's you know yeah. make you know to to do damage in the in the yeah. second half of the pitch, and I don't think Ben Rama has been trusted. He's never with given the same him. role. No. He's, so, never yeah. him, he's never well, given him the freedom. He's never given look him at, the freedom. See, if this conversation is kind of changing my mind a little bit, which is a bit unfortunate, isn't it? Yeah. I think, no. I think yeah, I think, look, there's, there's, it'll always split the fan base, uh, Ben Rama. Um, I'm sort of 50 50 on the fence with him. I'd love him to prove me and us wrong and, and, and the fan base to question him. But like you said, the problem is, is, is that Moyes is seemingly. In a good way, I suppose you could say, he's impatient with people that don't learn to adapt. Um, yeah. He won't play people for the sake of it. So Crowell didn't get a chance. But for me, when people question that, if Crowell weren't getting in, then obviously in the training on the training pitch, he obviously wasn't impressing. And that's it. You you can't play someone just for the sake of playing them, can you? You know, you've got the, no. you've got to think that they can actually add quality to your starting eleven. And I think the problem is with Ben Rama. He's done it in flashes. He's had flashes of brilliance. But they're becoming too inconsistent yeah. now, you know. And that, and that, and that uh, is yeah. a problem also, for the also, one, one final comment, John, on, on yeah. that is that um, I remember being excited by Ben Rama because yeah. I thought he was going to come to us, right, when he played yeah, for Brentford. And um, there's always been this thing about he don't turn up for the big games. And I watched him in that playoff final for Brentford against Fulham, and he was. A wall missing. It went missing. He was a wall. Yeah, and we saw and we've seen that a few times in games as well, like against Brentford, for instance. You remember that yeah. where there was the week leading up to it, and all the Brentford fans and players were giving him all plaudits and everything else. We love you, Benny, and all that. And then he turns up to the big day and just disappears. He ain't there, right? Mm. So yeah. it's that it's that kind of, and it goes back to that thing that I said about um, consistent players, right? The reason Declan Rice is head and shoulders above every single player we got is he produces the same standard yeah. week in, week out. And that's what makes a top player who usually plays for a top club. Yeah. Um, we get the players who don't do it week in, week out. When they hit their peak, they're as good as anyone else, but yeah. don't hit their peak as, as often, right? We, and yeah. Which is which is why Moyes let Lingard come in and pretty much do what he liked because Yeah. <laughs> On, on on paper, on paper, Lingard coming in was the bigger name. He was the biggest name West Ham assigned for a long time. He was yeah. a ready-made star to some degree. We know he was having a bad time, um, and 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 you you can't bring someone in like that, I suppose, and say well you've got to do your defensive duties when that's not your game. It ain't fair on Benny when you say that, but let's be honest, Ben Rama isn't Lingard. On on you know, no. if they're both no, at the top of their game, he's not a Lingard, is he? You know, no, so, no, he's not. 
He's not. I just run through. Should I just run through some comments? Yeah, go on, mate. Go on, mate. I'm not sure what uh, Garino's talking about. Does John have some big goggles on getting a Rodney Trotter? Of... <laughs> Rodney Trotter tan. Oh, you mean because I'm red in the face. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, Hammerhead says he he just can't apply that skill in the game, the skill that Gary was probably talking about and all that. Um, Richard Dodd says, if he's not a David Moyes signing, how come he hasn't been sold yet and still, to, and still continues to play? Yeah, that's a good point, but it's probably down to the fact of the small squad that we had, and we couldn't really afford to sell anyone, you know, maybe. Um, Garino says, Ben Rama is one of those players that has to be let off the leash, but Moyes wants to rein him in. And that's what I was saying, you know, is you could, you could argue, you know, that he's stifling him. I'm not so sure. But to me, if a footballer wants to play for a club and they get paid the money they do, they've got to learn to adapt. They've got to learn to adjust their game for whatever manager they're playing for, you know. So Claire says, and I know she's not a massive fan of him, if he stays with us this season and he does all the tricks and does fuck all else again, <laughs> then he deserves every single criticism <laughs> he receives. Okay, Claire. He's definitely on her dartboard, isn't he? Yeah, look, Kent Hammers. Benny was given a free role at Brentford. He could go anywhere in the front three. He's a maverick, not a disillusioned defensive player. You take too much away from his game if you ask him to do that. That's a fair point. I think See, there is an argument for that, Kent. I do. I, yeah, I do. And, and, and even with everything that I've said, like as, as we said earlier on, when Lingard came in, he had no defensive responsibilities. He was told no. to go out, express himself. That's what he did. We gave him the platform. Look what mm. happened. Mm. I don't think we've ever seen Benny not shackled. Mm. I don't think no. I don't no. think so. No, no, definitely not. And, and you know, it's, it's going to be going forward. The players that Moyes is bringing in are going to be players that he will feel will be willing to adjust, will be willing to adapt, and we will be willing to do the defensive side of the game. You know, so yeah, yeah. But at the same time, what this means is, and it ain't a bad thing, and it is it's sad for Ben Rama, but ultimately, Moyes is a ruthless bastard. Basically, he is. He's ruthless. Mm -hmm. He knows what he wants, and he will. He will stick to it. He knows what he believes in. You know. So that's not a bad thing. And, and nothing and, wrong with that. Nothing wrong nothing, with that. There is nothing wrong with that. And Ben Rama, if it doesn't work out at West Ham, he will find a club that will suit his that will suit his skill set, and he will go on and he'll do well. But he, I don't think it's ever going to work for him at West Ham. I really don't. No. You know, Listen, he's got a he's got a good he's got a Premier League CV now with some good stats. So you'll always find a buyer for him. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Oh. But, but very, I'll tell you what we'll do very, very briefly. We're going to touch on Savet because it was it was the most boring of, uh, of, of friendlies. Um, but we did get to see we did get to see some uh, some of the kids, which was exciting. And I'm going to touch on um, uh, the second goal scorer, Divin Mubama, who's a, a 17 year old striker. He's in the under under 23s now. Um, yeah. Now I, I don't I don't follow the youth. Um, the youth team religiously. I'll be honest with you. I'll hold my hands up. One one of us, one of our crew that does is Stelios, right? And I will say Stelios has been singing this kid's praises for a long time. No, but yeah, he, has, he, he does. Been, he does go on though, doesn't he, John? He, he does, does go he on. He does go on. But he's, he's been. He follows. He follows him. He follows him, and he's been yeah. singing this kid's praises. When we were talking about Perkins, he's like, no, 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 Mubama, Mubama, um, and yeah, he came on. And unlike, I know, look, I know it's not a competitive game, but unlike Perkins, when Perkins got his big chance against uh, against Spurs, he, he put it away. He scored, and yeah. it was a cool, it was a cool finish as well, wasn't it? 
Yeah, it was. It was nice back hill. Nice back hill. And he, it was a, and it was a cool he nearly scored just, just before then as well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say it was a um, classy back hill. It was more like a donkey kick. I mean, I'm not going to say he was panache. It wasn't panache. And it, it was, was an open goal. <coughs> it was, right? yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I, I know, I know. It was, I know. But look, he scored. <laughs> no, but, he's, but, he's, but listen, but listen, he, he scored. <laughs> And yeah. the fact is, this this kid, in terms of in terms of his stats, um, again, I'm not going to. Fr- I don't know the stats, but I'm going basically blame Stell. Stell tells me that this kid has been smashing all the records in terms of goal scoring um, throughout the youth ranks. This kid has just been banging yeah. goals in, and yeah, I have so done a bit of reading on him since the Savet game. I've done a bit of reading on him, and there is a theory whereby West Ham don't want to give him any exposure until he signed a pro contract because they think he's fucking gold dust. They uh-huh. think he's mustard, and they, they and they didn't want him. They don't, they're, they're almost keeping him under wraps and wrapping him in cotton wool, because yeah. he's like a he's like a little gem. That that uh, so until we've secured him, um, mm. but then again we've just got to play them against Servet, so that kind of uh, throws that out into the well. And, and yeah, let me just put this one comment up, John. The Servet keeper he was, was wank. wank. He was <laughs> he wank. Really was when he he was, was a bad bad keeper. <laughs> he was bad. He was bad. He's in the right place to clean himself up, isn't he? Yeah, it's yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll serve it. I'll serve it. Serve yeah, it. serve it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I, I will say. Look, look. Out, out of all of that, out of all the players that came on, there was. A, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk a little bit about a player that we've all been speaking about, right? And yeah. we've been saying we wanted to watch him last year, and that is the Oco Flex 2000. Okay, yeah. we've all been saying. We want to see Oco Flex. We, we, you know, use use it. Use the Oco Flex. Bring him off the bench. You know, he's he's he's, he's got to be good. He's got to be better than Yarmolenko. Different class. I must. I've, I've got to be honest. When I when I watched him there, when he came on, there isn't really any sort of blistering pace. There was misplaced passes. Um, there wasn't really much trickery. I don't know. That that's a big opportunity for him. I know it's only a friendly. But he's playing for the first team manager. You would expect yeah. a kid to come on and really kind of go for it, you know. And 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 for me, I think Ashby played really well. Um, yeah. I, I think Elise did really well. I think Longello did really well. Um, Oko Flex, I don't know. I, 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 what did you think? What did you think of him when he came on? I know he had, he had about twenty minutes, didn't he? He had about twenty yeah. minutes. Yeah, he, he, he didn't get into the game. The game was done. It was two 0 It was a stroll around. I think it's difficult. You know, like they say, it's difficult to come into a game when it's a fast-paced game. I think it's also yeah. difficult to come in when it is obviously a training a snail, space. Game yeah, because yeah. no one else around you is really putting the effort in. Yeah, look, I'm going to watch West Ham Reading on Saturday, and I know it's going to be probably quite boring, but I just want to go and have a look and you know yeah. start the season off early. But yeah, I mean, and but you know what, Nick Stell used to sing his praises, so we've got to give Stell this is a thing. You know, this time. Thing. You know, I think Ashby looks good going forward. I, think I, like, I like Ashby, but we've, we've like, seen we Ashby, like, haven't we? We've, we've, we've seen Ashby, yeah. Yeah, a few glimpses yeah. last season, Ashby looked good. Yeah. I think you and Gary went to the, was it the Arsenal or the Spurs away game? The and Ashby Tottenham played. game, the Tottenham yeah. game. Yeah. yeah, he played well then. He, he, he played well, you know, he played well when he played in that European game. All right, people say it was a dead rubber. I think defensively, he probably needs a bit of work. Uh, but going forward, uh, as, a, as a modern day sort of right back, right wing back, whatever you call him, I think he looked exciting. Yeah, I think that, I think he's got that in common with Longello though, because they both look good going forward, and they both look a little bit suspect defensively. Are they, are they more? Yeah. Are they more wing? Are they more wing backy than fullbacks? Them two. Well, they appear to be, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, I think the interesting thing is that Ben Johnson he's still young, and he's quite different to a lot of the young right backs, wing backs, left back, whatever that come in. 
that Ben Johnson seems to have the defensive side of his game tied up, but going forward, he struggles, right? If you look at a lot of the young kids coming through these days, because it is such an even more openly expansive back-to-front kind of game, they have their attacking duties sewn up before the defensive side of things. So a yeah. lot of the young kids that come through now are far better going forward than they are defending. You know, Look yeah. at most left and right wing-backs in the Premier League. The defensive side of things doesn't seem to be that important to them, but it's what they're taught. No, and interestingly, no. interestingly, there's a comment here which I'd just like to bring up from Dan Scarzi. I haven't read it, but the legend Tony Carr in his book said that the under-21 league does not prepare players for the Premier League. Having yeah. watched a friendly, what are your thoughts, chaps? Now, that's a good point because we often um, have said that when we watch a lot of these under-23 games and that on the on the YouTube or on West Ham, you've said it, Nick, you've said it, Gal. Yeah. They look very non-competitive. I, I, I think it's I think it's absolutely pointless. I think if I think these kids would be far better served sending them out on loan to the yeah, lower leagues, yeah. competitive football. Um, and, and and that is what they should be doing. But I've heard rumours, John. I mean, you might know a little bit about this. I mean, your, your boy's in kind of the, in the academy system. But yeah. the but the, the, the there are rumours that once the boys are in this kind of Premier League youth setup, that when they get offered, some of them, when they get offered opportunities to go and play for lower leagues, for sort of Division 2 and Division 1, they're yeah. like, no, nah, I don't, I don't want to do that. I want to play in the yeah. under-23s. Now that that is a well, fucking yeah, problem. I mean, I... that is a problem as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, no, no, I think John's frozen, but yeah, I think I think it is that shows a massive lack lack of ambition. Why wouldn't you want to go and play competitive football? Yeah. You know, uh, why would you risk playing in the under twenty threes and then just being cast aside? Because that's what's going to happen to you if you don't if you don't it, make it it. it. it will happen. I mean, I, I mean, these kids they're going to get so far, so they're going to be in that youth setup from. I don't know if 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 you're in there from say you're in from eight years old and you'll get through once you once you once you're eighteen. Oh, John's. Uh, what's he doing? Let's remove him from there. Sorry, people. Here he is. Sorry, He's back. Sorry, back. sorry. I, I said I said John, go on. What go on? What were you was about to say? That so I basically said, um, have you have you heard this a similar type of thing that some of these players? Well, no, it's, they... it's, it's yeah. I mean, I I've got a friend of mine who um, was at Chelsea from the age of seven or eight and he was there for a good nine, ten years. And when he got when he got unfortunately got got didn't get his professional contract, didn't get signed up as a professional, he found it difficult up here to go and trial at which to us are big clubs, trialing at Millwall, trialing at Charlton. Because all he could think of was the comparison between look what I'm going from and look what I'm going to. And that's not yeah. just in terms of the that's not just in terms of the first team, but that's also in terms of the facilities what they do for you, how they look after you, how you're catered for, how you're chauffeured around. I mean, even at Orient, my boy at Orient, they even go into the Orient Academy's boys at 16, 17, 18, and they say to them, look, don't be turning your nose up if you get the opportunity to go on loan at a non-league club, because obviously Orient yeah. lower down, so most of their boys are yeah, going to yeah. go on loan at non-league teams to gain experience. Yeah. But even at that level... Orient, as I'm sure other teams know, they know that a lot of boys, a lot of players will be turning their nose up at the potential of going on loan lower down. And I think that's why you have to, you know, hold your hat up, take your hat off to somebody like Coventry, who's gone on loan to MK Dons, and he will come back a better player for it. Yeah, that, and, and that, that amazes me, though. That, that, that amazes me, because like you said, you know, uh, the likes of Charlton, the likes of Millwall, these, these other teams, they're proper professional football sites. Oh, the, oh, the, the under... Maybe the under, not Millwall. Pl, pl, the under, how, how can it be better to play for 
the West West Ham in the under twenty three fucking Division Two yeah, league. That's what I'm saying. Uh, the, rather than going and play, rather than going and competing like like properly, how can, yeah. Yeah, I mean, can that be I'm, how can that be better? Playing in the but, fucking but, championship for the likes of Charlton or something like that. Yeah, yeah. How, how is that not better than playing in well, the fucking under twenty threes in non competitive games? I know. <laughs> But but that but that comes down to the club because the club the clubs protect them too much. In in the in the old days, you remember the reserve league used to be made up of youth team players and older professionals who were coming yeah. back from injuries. And and Nigel's mentioned it before, and and I totally agree with him. They then had the opportunity to learn their stuff against seasoned pros, and that's what it's all about. Yeah. You, that you, is you, the main you, thing. You and, and and Nigel said it last week on the podcast. Such and such looks good scoring goals but he's only scoring goals against an 18 year old goalkeeper and that is yeah. exactly true and it's not the yeah. players turning it I, I may be worded it wrong in terms of players turn their nose, noses up but it's that mindset of I've made it I've, I'm done I'm here I'm in the under 23s I'm in the under 20 and I'm not saying they're all like it but a lot of they get so much so young I do worry that you're creating a false uh, a false mindset to some extent especially in the top leagues I get it and there's a fear of going out on loan thinking, oh, I'd rather be more comfortable here. But I think the when did that happen as well? When, sorry, John, when did that happen? When did they create what 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 made them create the under 23 category? 23 year old no is a fucking adult. It's a it's a bloke, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. under 21s, yeah. you could just about say that it's a transition from youth into adult. Well, how, how long has long Declan, long Declan Rice? But how long has Declan Rice been in the been in the uh, first team setup for now? Four was years. It eight, was it eighteen? It was eight, eighteen. He broke in, didn't he? Five, yeah, five years. And you, five years. Yeah, so you've you've yeah. got players in that under twenty three league. Who, who are, they're, they're you know they're, they're, what's the age age is he twenty two, twenty three now? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. so he's had almost zero first team football age twenty three. I mean, I know, I know. My God, I think I got married for the first time at twenty three. The pro- the the, the, pro- the the problem the problem is as well is though is that is that um. A lot of the teams that, or the teams that have, I mean, because Brentford don't have an academy, do they? Right? No. Um, no. A lot of teams that do have the academies, you know, it does become a little bit like a, a bit of a farmyard because you sort of think, well, but you've got to start being honest with these players. Why are you keeping them for longer than you would have done back in the day? You're purely. Is, it, is, Ali, is Elise ever going to be our first team centre back? Um, no, no, no he'll, he'll be a backup. He's, he's a backup. not ever going to be our first team centre back, is he? He's 22 23 now. It's never going to happen. It's it, not, it'll, be not the fifth, it'll be the fifth choice centre half yeah. this season when Diop goes, won't he? That's where yeah, it'll yeah. be. Yeah, yeah. Right, for, 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 for me, with my son being at Orient, I'm over the moon that he's at Orient. He may never yeah. make it as a professional, but I think. When you're up, when you're up at the top of the food chain, and I'm not blaming these boys and players and men, I'm not blaming them, but it's very hard to admit or to say to yourself, you know what, I'm not going to make it here. But it also yeah. comes down to the club, the club, the clubs, not just West Ham, but clubs need to be honest sooner rather than later. Clubs yeah. can tell by the age of 21, 22, surely, if you're going to break into their first team. But now, because they've, created, because they've created this under 23 league, whatever it's called, they have to pad it out with someone and something. Yeah, what I, what I will say, there is there is one thing that I'll say about this, and this is where I would actually be very disappointed with the club. 
and that is with Connor Coventry because Connor Coventry has looked good in the past three pre-seasons. He's doing it now as well. So including including this one, the last three pre-seasons, he's been on the cusp. Last season, he, he elected to go out on loan to MK Dons. He was a standout player. He was fucking brilliant. Yeah. Now, if if... If that doesn't earn him a chance, so for, say for instance he does the same, it looks like he's going to do the same thing again. He's going to have a good solid preseason because that is the type of player that he is. If that doesn't give him a shot in the first team squad, then what is the point? I think it does though. What, unless what, we what sign, is the point in it all, you know? No, no, there isn't. There isn't any point, and and I'd be, and that's why part of me would be a bit disappointed if we signed Anana unless Suchek was on his way because yeah. I want Coventry to be that fourth. Absolutely. Central midfielder, right? I think he's earned a, he's earned a go. He's earned yeah, yes. a, a crack at it, you know? Yes, yes, yeah. A lot of people, a lot of people are talking about him in chat. It's actually, we wasn't even going to talk about this tonight, was we? But it's come out no. of nowhere, which is good. Um, I think Barney's right. Send a kid to live one or two right. to produce one. Yeah, there is that. But the problem is, is that if you don't start first team football, you're not going to gain that maturity. And if you're not going to get it at your club, you're going to be better off going to play for MK Dons. You're going to get more out of that than playing in the under 23 league. Hang on. Where did Rio and Frank Lampard go on loan? They went to what, what about Kane? What about, what about Harry Kane? Yeah. Yeah, so you've got, you've got a list here from Kent Ammers. Look, loan players worked for yeah. Donkey's years. Rio. Frank, Michael, Glenn, Jermaine, Noble, Tompkins. Yeah. yeah. And you, you're right. You, you mentioned Harry Kane. Harry Kane didn't turn down loan. But there's a mindset there. Look, as much as Harry Kane's a Tottenham player, I think he's got a great professionalism about him, right? I think he's a fantastic... Yes. Well, I know we slaughter him, right? But that's because he, he's for Spurs and looks a bit stupid. Oh, but yeah, obviously. He obviously. does have... <laughs> <professionalism>. <laughs> no, but he, he's, he's, look, 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 Kane, Kane, Kane <laughs> oh, absolutely! Oh shit! Um, I must stop yeah. doing impressions of Kane. I've just spat all over me, over me PC screen. Harry Kane, shut up! You're out of order. Right, Harry Kane. Harry Kane. Go on. Go on. Stop! 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 <laughs> Harry Kane didn't turn down loans to Orient, Norwich, He's dribbled Leicester, on me now, Mike. No, but he did. Harry Kane <laughs> was... Harry Kane, from a young age, obviously had the desire to get out and play football, didn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah. Alan, look, he, he, he's, look, look, there's no getting away from it. Kane is a class act. He is. You know what You know what Kane does for Orient, don't you? Yeah. Go on. What's he doing? I know, I know what he does. I know what he does. Yeah, he yeah, sponsors, yeah. He sponsors their kids yeah. with his yeah. um, charity that he supports. And he gives Orient... Yeah, that's nice. He gives them 150 grand a season for that. Now that may seem like pocket money to him. That's brilliant. Worry, that's a lot of money. You know, that's amazing. That. Oh yeah, obviously, um, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't sound like Harry Kane. <laughs> the current structure of youth team football is all wrong. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, well. Right. Next, John. This is. Um, hang on a minute. Right. We're bringing back this week. We're doing the uh, doing the cock of the week. Let me uh, let me dig out the video. Are you ready, John? Are you ready? Oh, it's not a big one, is it? Obviously. Well, that's what I no, say. it's quite a little one. Hello there. I'm Sally, and I'm desperately disappointed to tell you that this is cock of the week. <laughs> there can only Good be job. one cock. There can only be one cock of the week, and it's this geezer Bassini, who. 
until recently, I didn't know much about when he started getting linked with Sullivan and the potential takeover in of Birmingham City. I didn't know much about him, and um, he's really come to the forefront, hasn't he? I mean, he's become a, a sort of overnight sensation. What happened initially was his initial phone call into Talksport, where Simon Jordan and, and Jim White were just absolutely bemused by it all. But I can't. I can't show footage of the videos that I'm sure many, many people have seen on Twitter. Although, Gary, you haven't, I remember you saying. But if you are to find the videos, and you will see the videos, so I'll send them to you later. I'll put I'll put a link in the description. I'll, we'll I'll, I'll amend it, and I'll put it in the description. So there's yeah. two parts. It's fucking gold. You've got to watch it. It is gold. Not David Gold. It is gold. Yeah. It could be David Gold, actually. He's such yeah. a bad looking... <laughs> anyway, um, so Bassini is being caught. I think it's probably Thailand. I'm probably just being presumptuous, but there's videos of him going around where a lady boy, is that the right terminology? Yeah. Him, yeah, and, a yeah. him, and, a, him and a lady boy are in a very intimate environment. They're, they're making a lot of, um, you know, kissing and cuddling and all that. She suddenly strips him down and there's sex acts going on. So he hasn't put himself in a good light. Uh, but if you want to know what his crown jewels look like in the flesh. I have got a little screenshot that I managed to grab off the video just so you know how well endowed he isn't. Pretty much much my walnut whip. I come in you, you come on the floor. (laughs) Was that the actual dialogue? It's another (laughs) Um, I, I don't know. I don't know what you two know about this geezer, but I've done a bit of digging on him. He's absolutely—he's oh, off his tits, the bloke. He's off his—he's off his. It, it was—it was—it was bad. Uh, it was oh, so it, bad, yeah. honestly. Good girl. The, the um the phone in for to uh, Jim White and uh, Simon Jordan was so fucking hilarious. I mean the guy is just clueless. It was it basically the first three. It was seven minutes long, and the first three minutes he spent saying, "I'm going to tell you what I'm doing." Uh, with Birmingham, and they kept asking him, "You haven't told us yet." Yeah, I'm going to tell you what I'm doing. You haven't told us yet. I'm going to tell you in a minute. And eventually, <laughs> about three and a half minutes in, he alludes to the fact that he's going to buy Birmingham, right? Um, only he doesn't quite say. It. He said he's, he made this point of saying he's got loads of his own money, but he took David Sullivan there for protection. I mean, what the fuck? You know, I, I, I don't know what the guy was going on about. He was on a different planet, you know. Yeah. But so, Simon Jordan was um, just basically baiting him the whole way through. But he deserved it, didn't he? I'd be <laughs> shitting myself if I was a Birmingham City supporter, he, thinking that this twat is going to come in and manage the club. The, fun, the, fun, the funniest thing for me out of all of that was something that he. Pro- probably meant in all seriousness when he said, I'm going to come in and, and we're going to win the league. And I'm like, really? Oh, yeah. oh, I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Unbelievable, isn't it? He does. He does set himself up for a fall. I mean, I, yeah. I mean I've, I've heard him before. I've heard the guy before, but that was that, that interview was on a different level. And if mm. you were a Birmingham City fan, as you said earlier on, Gary, I, I know they're in a bad position where you might be thinking, can it get any worse? Yes, it can fucking get worse. <laughs> Honestly, this geezer is a lunatic. The only thing that I will say is, I will say you've alluded to this, Gary. He's a puppet. He's a puppet. Yeah. He's David Moy- uh, David Sullivan. He's he's basically <coughs> getting him in. He's placing him now. Now, you yeah. know, I think you said this the other day, Gary. You think that from, and, and you can see it from this video, you can see this guy isn't all the ticket, right? Yeah. David Sullivan oh, got, has got a very right, favourable deal with this guy. Would you not? Would you not agree with that, Gary? Because this oh, goes oh, back to a, yeah, a debate completely. that we were having. Basically, Stel doesn't believe that 
um, Golden. This, this is a WhatsApp um, chat that we was having the other day. Uh, well, Gary and Stell was having. Yeah. And basically, yeah. Stell doesn't believe that Golden Sullivan are going to leave in 2023. Well, um, and Gary, Gary believes that they that they certainly will. And I, yeah, I, 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 I agree with Gary. We believe the opposite, basically. Um, yeah. You know, and, and, I, and I don't think it's really to do with the 2023 thing where, um, you know, the, the the tax liability goes away and all that sort of stuff. I just think that you know he has already set up his his landing um, his landing zone. He's going to land there at um, you know, and he's basically employed a patsy. He's employed some you know. There's somebody there who's who's working as a proxy until the point where David Sullivan. Uh, what's come out and the the thing is this guy is so incompetent that i doubt i don't know i don't know well, yeah, surely the only, he can't, the, only, uh, the, only thing, the only thing i'd say is is that sullivan could have got someone better i mean the guy not only looks like a right div and he looks like he's got something wrong with him his business credentials are shocking he's, he's, he's as so bankrupted twice yeah but this is why i'm even more convinced because by the time Bassini has finished with Birmingham. They're going to be desperate to see David Sullivan come back in. Yeah. Yeah, look, look, yeah. You've, you've got there, look, um, uh, Phil um, has said, why Sullivan so obsessed with Birmingham? And Garino has come back and said, new athletic stadium being built there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. Property okay. grab. Property grab. Look, yeah, look, it's... it's, well, it's it, it, yeah, yeah. But we, it is coming. It is 100% coming. You know, it's... I, I, I think they're on their way out the door now. I personally do. I think um, Golden Sullivan, they're going to make a nice fat return when they sell West Ham. Why wouldn't they sell them? You know, yeah. everyone hates them at West Ham. Or actually, you know what? It's worse than that. People just don't care about him anymore. I don't think that does well for Sullivan. Sullivan, he's a populist. He's a narcissist. He wants everyone to love him. It hasn't yeah. worked at West Ham. We just, we've got to the stage where we just, we just, I don't care. I don't, I, I just don't care about him. You know? and, and look, there is no way that Sullivan, being the man he is, is going to just hand over his chair of West Ham United to his kids, who he knows yeah. ain't going to be capable of running that in a dog-eat-dog, you know, Premier League. There's no way they're going to be grown up to do that. You know, his son might be able to run the women's team or whatever else, but he ain't going to be able to run West Ham United uh, properly. And, and, I, and I don't think Sullivan... You know, he didn't become a billionaire by accident. The guy is careful and clever with money, no matter how he made his money. And so he's not going to mm. just flush it away by putting someone who's probably had a very gilded upbringing in his two kids, his two boys. You know, those those kids have never really had it hard, have they? Uh, one no. thing you could say about Sullivan is he's definitely had it hard at some point in his life. And he's made his he's made his um, he's made his fortune the hard way through, you know, dodgy dealings or or whatever. But he's made it the hard way, and um, I doubt very much he sees much of his own character in his kids. So why would he entrust, you know, what is quite a what was it half a billion or something um, uh, between him and David Gold that's that's sitting in shares of that club? Why yeah. would he trust that to his kids? He ain't gonna. He's gonna go down the road to Birmingham. He, he loves football as a hobby, doesn't he? And he can yeah. and he can go along to Birmingham, get back involved, be the hero, flush Bassini out of the way, get involved in all the transfers, get his favourite agents back involved. It'd be like, you know, it's a wet dream for Sullivan. And that might be the club that he would entrust to his kids. Maybe. But do you know what this does kind of make you... It opens your eyes too, though. When you hear Bassini, right, this is clearly a friend of Sullivan's. 
it yeah. does open your eyes to the type of people that and the type of people that Sullivan entertains that he would do business because you would imagine that any any respectable businessman yeah. wouldn't go near a guy like that that Bassini they they, they wouldn't entertain him that's what baffles after me, the show after the show after the show the other night um uh, on I'm talking about on uh Talksport, that phone in, you know, Bassini was obviously furious with um with what's his name? Simon Jordan, right? And he texted Simon Jordan. No, he texted Jim White because he didn't have Simon Jordan's number. He texted Jim White with messages for Simon Jordan, right? And uh let me just read these out to you because they're quite short, and I'm I'm not gonna say I'll just say C word, right? Um this is right, this is from Lawrence Bassini. <laughs> Tell Jordan I want to fight him in the boxing ring. Million dollars, a million quid for charity. Failed football club owner, failed filmmaker, responsible for someone death. And a pundit on your show, tell that CUNT, when I return to the UK, I'm going to give him a good idea. Uh, tell that CUNT, he can take his text to the police. I will even go into the police station and give him the idea he deserves. <laughs> That's the text, right? This guy is he's, he's, he's on another he's on another level. And uh, Simon Jordan, being Simon Jordan, said, "Yeah, I won't be taking you up on your offer, but I'm going to show everybody on Twitter what you just sent me on text." Yeah. Who's this person? <laughs> Which one of us is the dodgy? Claire reckons everyone is a dodgy mate, though, don't they? Oh yeah, no, I, I ain't I ain't criticizing Sullivan for having a this, dodgy this mate. Ain't, this ain't, this ain't, uh, yeah, but this ain't just a mate, though, Claire. This is somebody yeah. that he's going into business think, with. No, no, no. I think what Claire's saying here, I think Claire's trying to work out which one of us is the Bassini of the group. That's what she's saying Ooh, there. Who's the Bassini? Nick's well, the one I have been with a I, 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 I big dog toy, isn't he? I have been to Thailand. I would never go. Never. to me. Oh dear! Right. Anyway, what's next on the list, Nick? Right, next on the list, what we got here? So, um, it is QA time. So, if anybody in the chat—I mean, this might be a very short-lived. I should have posted this earlier on. Uh, uh, but on. if any, if any, if anybody's got any topics that you'd like us to dis discuss, or you got any questions, you know, like for John, well, you know, if you don't know how to get from um, from Farringdon to uh, to Heathrow, uh, just just just, just let us know. There. Could you estimate the fare, please? Um, <laughs> and also. Um, Let's put the first question in the QA, which is about who do we think is going to be ah. the first manager to get the bullet this season, right? Ah, so that's a good one. you that's can't, a good one. you can't now. You, you're replying in, you know, when you reply in the comments, don't just say a name, give a reason, right? So, my, I'll go first on this one to give you a chance to think, right? Um, I think almost definitely it's going to be Eddie Howe, right? Ooh. Whether he's the first or whether he, he happens a little bit after they've had a good start and then they fade away, Eddie Howe is going to get sacked by Newcastle next year at some point, right? Because now they've got the big investors in. Now they've spent a load of money or in the process of spending a load of money. Um, they're going to expect a return on their investment. And the return on that investment, I feel pretty certain, yeah. is a top six finish, right, this season. When they have a dodgy start, and they're yeah. not in the top six. They're in the top 10, you know, heading downwards, maybe the bottom 10 or something like that. 
that is not going to go down well with that leadership. I'm pretty sure they're going to be trigger happy. And I'll tell you, the other reason why I think it's going to happen is that the next manager will be Mauricio Pochettino in Newcastle. That's my justification. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good... Yeah, that's a good angle. I think that sounds that quite that sounds quite plausible. But I, I, I'm it's, going it's plausible, to yeah. say it is very plausible, and it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And it has a sort of timeline that you know, in another year's time, Newcastle will be bigger, maybe even more spending. And is yeah. Eddie Howe the person to to buy big name players? Probably not. Pochettino can attract more, can't he? Um, but I'm I'm going to change uh, my opinion um, because I think a lot of fuss is being made about Gabriel Jesus going to Arsenal now. I've never rated him overly because I always think if you play as a striker for Man City, you should be banging yeah. in a lot of goals. And I don't think he oh, scored yeah. Yeah, yeah. overly shed loads of goals, right? Maybe I'm being unfair, yeah. but and how much longer are Arsenal going to wait for Arteta to win something? Because he's been there a few years now. You know, he hasn't he hasn't it, been there. It overnight. won't be longer than this season, John. It won't be longer um, than this season. He'll get one so more chance. I think I think possibly him, um, and I think a great shout from. Um, I don't like to say this, but a great shirt from Claire is Lampard. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because Everton are, you know, they sold Richarlson because, they, you know, they're struggling financially. And, you know, I, I can see that. I can see that as well. Yeah, no, that's I'm a gonna good go call. For I'm going to go for our yeah. Nick? Um, David Moyes. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. No, I'm joking, everyone. I'm joking. However. <laughs> there we go. I knew it. However. Listen, and this goes to a um, right, and this isn't because I want him sacked, right? But this, I'm, I'm going to throw uh, this comment out from Kent. It was it was Kent that prompted me, so it's Kent. It's your fault. Could David Moyes be a victim of his own success if we lose five to seven games and go out of Europe? Because how ruthless it is in the Premier League, right? I believe that David Moyes will spend his reported 150 million pound budget. We're 50, we're 50 million deep already, right? Yeah, yeah. I think we're going to do 150 million now. We haven't gone out. We haven't bought. We're not buying the big superstar players that we all thought that we were going to buy. We're not doing that. If we start now, if you look at the opening fixture list, there's some horrible games there because you've got the Man City game, which nobody wants because Haaland loves a fucking debut. Um, and then you've got we're playing Nottingham Forest. You know nobody wants to play a, a you know a newly promoted team. We've got Spurs. We've got all, and it's a very tightly compacted fixture list. Like he says there, could Moyes be a victim of his own success if we lose five to seven games and go out of Europe? Because this is going to come around really quickly. Just say, because nothing will happen. Managers don't get sacked until Christmas. If yeah. David Moyes is in or around the bottom three come Christmas and we're out of Europe and we're struggling, is he going to be favourite for the boot? Let me ask you. Picture it. I, I just think, yes, I, I see what you're saying in terms of, and I've said it, we've overachieved, that he's created an air of expectancy, etc., etc. But also on the flip side of it, we've shown this year and last year, but specifically this year, we can beat the big team. So surely we don't have yeah. the same fear factor going into these games anymore. Now, I understand no. what you mean about Haaland. This is doomsday stuff. You know, yeah. it, it ain't going to oh, happen. Well, it's not going to happen. No, it ain't yeah. going to happen. It ain't going to happen. But... yeah. It could happen if that was a scenario yes, because the Premier yeah. League is so cutthroat, isn't it? As we know. Yeah. But, Basically, yeah. any anyone there is so much money in the Premier League. Whoever doesn't start well, so, so I think you always say the same, Gary. You've got of the, I think you're in the top six now. You've probably got a top seven or a top eight. Whoever isn't anywhere near that top four 
come Christmas time, yeah. if they're way away from it, they're they're at a risk of getting a fucking boot. As well as yeah. mid table mid table teams that are loitering down the bottom and looking like they're going to get relegated, that's effectively a top four team or a team that are investing loads of money that want Champions League football. If you're yeah. nowhere near Champions League, that is that is like being in the relegation zone, isn't it? For them, well, a little, a little known fact about Man United is right, and this is a fact. That is every single manager they've had in the last, you know, seven or eight years. Um, it doesn't matter what that manager has won in terms of an FA Cup or a League Cup or something like that. It doesn't matter, right? The only thing that matters regards that manager's longevity staying at the club is whether they qualify for Champions League or not. Because yep. every single manager who's not qualified for Champions League has got the bullet. There was actually a manager, and I don't know who it was, who won an FA Cup, didn't qualify for Champions League, still got the bullet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? And that yeah. is, you know, that is the way they operate. And that is contrary to probably what the fans expect because the fans, even Man United fans, with such a, you know, a drought of trophies would have been um, delighted with a trophy of any form. But, but the owners do not give a fuck. They want to be on the gravy train and they don't care about yeah. anything else. So whenever Man United are outside the top four, that manager is in danger of getting a bullet. Do you know, do you know who I think it's going to be? Because it ain't going to be David Moyes. If, if, I had, if I was going to put money on it, it would be too cool because of the chain of, change of ownership. And these guys, when, when, whenever big money new owners come in, they always want to put their stamp on it. That normally involves a managerial change. If he doesn't get off to a flyer, they will replace mm. him. In my opinion, yeah. I mean, in, in, in the chat, there's a lot of people saying, Ralph Lampard, has a hooter. <laughs> somebody, somebody come up with the fact that is he Je is it Jesse Marsh at Leeds? They said no American, no American can manage. That's a good Premier one, uh, but yeah, yeah, a lot of people playing Lampard. Yeah. Um, that's I mean, wishful thinking, isn't it? Everyone was Lampard's a foul, yeah, yeah. A lot of people saying 10 Hog, and I'll be surprised because I think Man United needs stability now, if anything else, you know what I mean? So, um. I've got another great question here from Greener, which I'd like to bring up because um, cool. I think it's a very good point. Yeah, bring bring all the questions up, John. Yeah. After inheriting Pellegrini's mess, do you think that by the end of this window that Moyes will be close to getting the team squad that he wants? Good point, Gary. Um yeah, I mean, look, he's got the money, he's got the budget to do it, he's got yeah. the right situation where, you know, there there are it, we know exactly the missing parts, right? We know the missing parts. For instance, yeah. we've got a glaring um, gap, in my opinion anyway, right? We've got a glaring problem at left-back where we've got, <coughs> to my opinion, a backup player, which is Cresswell, and then we've got a backup to the backup player in Masuaku. We haven't yeah. got a first-team left-back, right? No. Let's. He's got a chance to repair all of those little problems like he's done it with a left-sided center half so now we've got two of them he's done it with central midfield he needs to do it with striker he needs to do it with left-sided player he's got the chance to fix all of those glaring problems that we've got yeah. and let's just hope he does it and i think i think he will i think this you know listen if he does that and he fixes all those he fixes all those issues um then there's not much left of pellegrini's team that will be actually a david moyes team wouldn't it it will be. It will be. Yeah. Um, Nick, and, and, Nick, what are you thinking? Well, do you know, the only thing that none of us, nobody, wants to uh, broach a subject on, and we're talking about all these positions that we need to fill, we need to get a left mm. winger, we need to get a striker, we need to mm. get a left back, we need to get new central midfielders, 
but we all like, there isn't a West Ham fan that doesn't love Pablo Fornells. No. Right. What? Where? Pablo Fornells is it? Is he still? Is he still? If we fill all these positions, he ain't going to be a first team player no more, is he? Mm, no, I could see that being. I think somebody. I think I read something like this on Twitter that someone put on Twitter the other day. As we much don't as like we talking love, about it, do we? No, we don't no. because Fornells is um, hardworking, got desire, yeah. ultimate commitment, plays where he's told, does what he's told to some extent, um, which we admire because that's what you want from your mm. players. But you could say that with these players coming in, if they all come in like we think, that he could be surplus to requirements. However, because of the fact that Moyes likes players like that, that are adaptable, probably not. Moyes, must, Moyes, Moyes clearly loves Fornells. I think he does. Yeah, he, yeah. he does. He does. And so he fucking should as well. He's a, he's a great yeah. player, isn't he? You know. And I do think that a lot of the things that he's been he's been criticised for in the past year, he's been used in that left hand side position. He's been shorned out there. That's not. He's not a left winger, but he's been no. put there for his defensive cover because he will work back. He will track back, yeah. and he will cover Cresswell. And that has been at a detriment to his natural game. But he does he does what he's asked for the team, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, that's what he does. Who, who could who, who could criticise Fornells? You know, absolutely. You know, he plays to his capabilities to the best of his capabilities. Yeah, always, he does. right? I wouldn't he does. say he's, yeah. he's the best. I wouldn't say he's the best player we've ever seen. But he's also he, he has he has. I'll tell you what. If he was a yard faster, he'd be a top player. Yeah. I think in a football. I think in a footballing team, him in the ten. I think him in the 10, in a footballing team with good movement ahead of him and good solid foundations behind him, I think he'd be amazing because he can pick yeah. a pass. He yeah. really can. He's yeah. he's he's brilliant. Yeah. But anyway, look. Just quickly then, look at this. Okay, Josh nope. Frozen. Where's he gone? Uh, right, what positions do we still need to sign for? Right, I'll go first. We did this earlier on, Phil. Uh, you might have missed it. Um, positions we need to sign for, for me, uh, left back. And not a backup left back. We want a replacement for Cresswell, a first team left back. So David Rahm would be um, utopia. Hickey would be amazing because I like Hickey yeah. as well. So, um, but either of those two would yeah. be brilliant. Uh, we need a an out and out left winger um, yeah. because we haven't got one. We haven't got one. Uh, or a left sided attacker, or whatever. And we need yeah. that striker. That, that's the most important yeah. thing at the moment. Uh, for I, me. I, I agree with it as well. Just um, Kent Ammers has, has said it was Van Hal. Van Hal won won the FA Cup. Didn't qualify for Champions League. Got sacked. Oh really? How, ridi- how ridiculous! You know how ridiculous. What a thing to do. So, oh, John's back again. Hello, John. Sorry. Right. That's so, right, no, no. We. Um, so yeah, I, I. What else have we got here in terms of questions? There's a there's good a one here from. There's a good one here from Alan. Uh, where is it? Let me find it. I was going to bring it up before BT crappy net crashed on me. Um, <laughs> so Alan says he missed out the team initially. Best away day for me. What was yours? And he actually meant Mets. So 1999 in a Cup, Mets away was his best game he's been to as an away fan. Gal, you can go first because you're the elder statesman. You've probably been to a lot more. Than oh, you know, there, there was there was so many. It's been yeah. so many, right? You know, all the way back to. Um, McAvenny's first game on his return away to Villa when Paul Lynch scored and we won one nil. I love that day. It was brilliant. You know, uh, Middlesbrough in the semi-final and again it was at Villa Park and we won one nil. Um, you know, uh, both of those games I went to with with our dad and it's the only games I went to when we had both at Villa Park, both one nil. Um, the most 
Oh, there's been so many. One I went to with with my wife a couple. Of, I, I, you know, I can't pick one. There, are, I've got yeah, too many favourites. I've got too tough. many favourites. Nick, what about you? Uh, mate, there's been there's been loads. It's hard it's hard to put my finger on it, really. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, uh, funny enough, my best away days haven't always been the best games. No, <laughs> they've not always been the best games. It's it's it's, gen- it's generally the experience when you go to an away game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's 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 all about the um, yeah. It's it's all about the weekend. I, I can't I can't really put my finger on. Would have been anything, really. Would it have been, would, would it have been uh, when Ian Dow was? Got, yeah. Ian, what about when Ian Dow was got the own goal in that midweek cup game? Oh yeah. You spoke about that for years. It's, it's, diff- it's yeah. I know. I know. I know. No, it's it's, it's difficult to put a finger on my favourite one. I mean, look, I, I weren't lucky. If I'd have had a standout one like um, like Leon away. Then it probably would have yeah. been Leon away. I haven't had a standout yeah. one like that. I, I will say, yeah. um, I've yeah. not been, I've not um, been fortunate enough. No, I, one of my favourite away days was uh, did the Canio one 0 win at Old Trafford FA Cup game when Barthez yeah. tried to bluff oh, him. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. just that was magic because the fans yeah. up in the away end we just went mental. Um, but in terms of memories, in terms of going with my mates and that was, uh, I drove five hundred and twenty-four miles to Plymouth away. Um, West Ham versus Plymouth. I missed both goals. One was our one was from Cole Fletcher. Purely missed it because you know him, Nick. Uh, Mark Flannery was just prattling yep. around, standing in front of me, and yep. I was I was a designated driver for the day. But it was a laugh, you know. So <coughs> was you was you with was you with us on the Chesterfield coach? You was, weren't you? Nah, no, I wasn't. Oh, with you me. weren't. Yeah, because we I went there. I went there with Mark. I mean, that was a that was a fucking funny day. That was. With a penalty yeah. shootout. I don't think yeah. he was. Was you not there for that one? No, I wasn't there for that one. Another great one was the Monday night FA Cup game at Man City uh, when Ashton scored. That was a fantastic... Because I yeah, was up on the boat. Yeah, I was yeah. one of the supporters yeah. coach for that game. That was a great away day, so... But yeah, yeah, like I say, probably the most the most memorable is uh, for me. Because quite often, look, typically, apart from the last few years, being a West Ham fan... Away game, but it's not. But, but the football is the football is like secondary, isn't it? It's all about the, the it's, it's it's the it's the other it's the experience. Football often ruins the fucking day, doesn't it? It's it's everything yeah. else that goes with it. It's your it's your routine. It's um. But how do you pick though? How do you pick? Because I when I when I when I think about I it, pick. you know, in pick. recent years, I went to see. West Ham Spurs, where we beat them 2-1 in the League Cup, which was just hilarious. It was the best, yeah. one of the best nights ever. And then I went to see the first game at a new stadium where we beat them. One. Again, I was just different class. It was brilliant. But I can't say one was better than the other. Got some sad news. Transfer Good. news. Boy, breaking, breaking transfer news. No. Broken by our friends in the chat. Hickey has left Bologna. Oh, Apparently, fuck. he has signed... So yeah, great. see, see, that's 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 upsetting, really. I like <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, that is upsetting. Playing. That yeah, yeah. that that's um, that's not just upsetting. That's that's really that's pissed me off to be quite honest. But yeah, there's plenty more fish in the scene. We know. I know, good but he's, he's a really good player, John. You've seen him Fuck in the flesh. I know, I've seen him live. I know. I don't talk about it enough. Don't talk about it enough. But yeah, that is just quickly some people's uh, favourite away games. Mark Noble, not the Mark Noble. Spurs away in 2013 when we won three 0 best away game. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've got to say that's right. FA yeah. Cup replay at Ellen Road in 80. Um, cool, we're going back some here. Spurs, 81. David Cross, 4-0. Ooh, I was only what two. A game. I what remember a game. that. What was you then, Gal? About 23 at that age? That year? Fuck off. Yeah. I was 12. Actually, actually whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Stop, stop. Let's just rewind, right? Yeah, because if you want to go for probably one of my favourite, let's, 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 and it's got to be up there with yours as well, Gary. 
because of the company that we was in. We 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 re- rarely go corporate, but on this occasion, oh, just, get out of here. Crystal Crystal Palace on New Year's Day. Oh, it was Crystal a great Palace, day. Oh, a great what day. a fucking yeah, day that yeah, was! Yeah. Because I mean, yeah. literally, we're surrounded. I mean, class. I mean, the guy, the guy is the guy who we we was in with. He's a a Crystal Palace yeah. fanatic. He absolutely loves them. Um, and we're in a in a box of him. And and that game at halftime, we had no right to be. Uh, and what was we at? Was we was we three, three nil up? up? Three nil up. It was one three of the funniest things. Time. We, had, we had no right to be three nil up. That was all over us. And it was even at halftime, we we went outside for a fag, and we was like, "What the fuck happened now? How, how was we three nil up? It was. Yeah. A, and and the fans here way support. I was, uh, in, John was, John was in with the away spot because we was mocking him with our prawn sandwiches from yeah. up above. Yeah. We, he was, yeah. he was in with and, the away spot. You know, what, you know what the funny thing about that is? Not one of you even came out. <laughs> listen a minute. Me and my boy are standing there amongst the real fans. You two are up in the corporate world and not at any stage before we got to the ground did one of you utter the famous phrase that everyone says to mates, I'll see if I can get you in. You didn't even pretend that you wanted me in with you. That's the fucking oh, thing about it. I tell you what, though, I took some, fo- I took some photos of you from the box. So you got photos some of you. I sent you photos. We waved. I annotated we waved. one of them with an arrow. Yeah. You're so far away, though, John. I'd rather be in with the real fans, not like you two no, and still. But you but, you, but you know what? We're, but, but what I will say, because I have done a bit of corporate over the years, the Palace corporate, the boxes are right on the fucking pitch. They are, Gary, aren't they? Yeah, they are right above the goal. They are right over the goal. And I will say... They are it. ideal for the for the away yeah. support because all you could hear that day, the West Ham fans, they were in full fucking voice. Yeah. It was you know, amazing. You know they, they were they I were think, bouncing. They were bouncing. I think, because, I think because that game was so recent, I sort of forgot how great that it was at Palace. It was just yeah. uh, it was like it was like a Royal Rumble in the way in. People mm. were standing where they wanted. People were pushing, and it was. You, some people sort of got the hump of it, but it was it was a great laugh. Yeah, it was a great yeah. great away game that was. It was it was good. What was it? Um, because it because it it was kind of a cascade effect, wasn't it? It was where's your famous atmosphere, and it went on and on and on. Shall we sing? Shall we, shall we sing a song for you? And then you started singing their fucking song, didn't you? And it was it was it was brilliant, mate. Honestly, that the, the atmosphere of that game that is that is probably the best from a from a spectator point of view, uh, from from where we were sitting. That that's the, that's the best I've ever seen West Ham fans. They were fucking unbelievable. This is, mm. this is it was like a show one on its own. Don't you just love? Don't you just love away games, though? I, I just love yeah, away games, yeah, and that's why I'm having a real, I'm having a real difficulty picking between away games to find a favourite. Yeah, no, that's so what I mean. There's been so many. There's been so many. Yeah. There's been yeah. Hey, look, Mark Noble. Now, if this is true, Mark, you are probably our oldest fan. And if you was at this game, 1945 was Jesus. one of the best away Northern days for me. West Ham five. My God. 1945. That would make him 80. even more impressive if you could actually remember it. You know what? Nigel would know who's scored in all these games. He would. What minute? Yeah. yeah. Ah, Forest C. I forgot oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What a great, yeah, what a great yeah, semi-final yeah, yeah. that was. Yeah. 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 No, it's good. Great point. Another good away day. The fun one was when we lost 6 0 up at Oldham. That was quite a fun away day. What, Frankie Bunn? You know? I don't know, Frankie Bunn. Was it Frankie Bunn or someone? <laughs> I don't know, but it was it, it was um, Andy Ritchie, wasn't it? Andy Ritchie and Joe Royal's Oldham side on the plastic mm. pitch. Semi-final of the League Cup, 6-0. Valentine's Day, 1989, I think. Hey, look, we, was, we must have been bluffed by Mark Noble. Andy Dennis reckons Wimbledon weren't even formed in 1945. <laughs> As like Noble's pulling my plonker. 
off to the dream <laughs> right okay yeah. is that is that about wrapped i think yeah, we've mate, done aren't we the questions up more questions there thanks for the questions everyone yeah they're good okay well i think we'll wrap the sharp there to be quite honest yeah. i mean um like i say in terms of transfer news there there aren't really any any more new names there's no, there's no new developments at the moment um you know we've we've read and we've been told that that bro well, as we all have Brozier is still very much Moise's number one striker target, um, yeah. which I'm very fucking pleased about. The sad thing is that the, the news that we got because we knew he didn't he didn't join their US tour, did he? You know their preseason tour. He, he, he Brozier, no. Them. no, Brozier. But um, apparently he, he is going out there now. Um, he's he's, he's oh, said right. to be flying out, flying out next week, which is a bit of a pain in the ass. But oh, really? um, yeah, yeah, apparently so. Apparently so. But that doesn't no. mean anything really. Um, no, of course not. I, I'd love us to sign him. I think he'd be perfect for us. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and for me, David Rahm, he still hasn't moved. Um, no. Your left back, who you reviewed the other day, John, who was that? Can you remember his name? Which one? You reviewed a left back on your show the other day. Can you remember his name? Oh, my God. Put me on the spot now. <laughs> I can't remember his name now. Remember of all, John. I can't remember his name. I can't remember his name. I'm just on streets and roads. I don't know. People. I can't remember. I'm going to have to, I'm I'm going to, have to, I'm going to, have to watch it back. <laughs> can't remember. But, oh, um, yeah, go on. I know now. Go on. You remember, you remember him. Yeah, yeah. But 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 that's where we are anyway. So, so look, anyway, thank you all very much for, um, for watching the show. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you are new, uh, if you are new, very unlikely, because uh, uh, you know we've been going, we've been going, we've been going for a little, we've been going for, well, no, it's very unlikely for for live viewers, live viewers, they're normally our regulars, aren't they? Normally our regulars. Just uh, yeah, like I say, give us, give us, give us a like, yeah, and subscribe and subscribe to the channel. Some regulars um, we like more than others, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, so that's it from us. Thank you very Whoa. much. Hang on, just Whoa. quickly. Come on. I must have watched my show the other day. That's him, Grimaldi from Benfica. Ah. Grimaldi from Benfica. <laughs> Thanks, Rob, for watching. Cheers, bruv. All right. Come on, you irons. See you later, Rob. Come on, you irons. Take care.